Blog Talk Radio.
the refiner's fire that we're going through. It is not easy. And but Father, it you know, it kinda almost seems like you pick out just the right things for us to go through, even though they're horrible for us to go through at the time we're going through them. And we don't really see it until we look back in retrospect. But nevertheless, we just praise you, Lord, because we can only imagine in our sanctified imaginations, Father, that you and the entire throne room right now is on fire. Uh, with just absolute uh, decisions that are being made, um, meetings that are being held, court, uh, you know, court being called into session, probably all over the courts of heaven, uh, just all kinds of an amazing things that must be going on in light of where it clearly appears we are in the biblical end times timeline. Father, we just praise you for helping us to understand at least a little bit of the things that we are going through and why, and be able to look back upon them and and acknowledge why they were important. Father, we also thank you for changing up the dynamics of our lives in such a manner that it would assist us to be able to overcome some of the challenges that are emotionally driven as we continue to pray and praise you for a an answer that we know will eventually come. Although, in the interim, a lot of times the frustration can overwhelm us and cause us to not be in your perfect will, sometimes having to repent. But we also thank you, Father, for Daniel 9, verse 20, where it says, now, while I was, this is the, our our dear brother Daniel, who is no doubt part of the cloud of witnesses and certainly part of the uh, just men made perfect in Ephesians uh, uh, 12, verse 22, we thank you, Jesus. But Daniel, very beloved of God, as, as it was announced by the angel that finally made it past the Prince of Persia with the help of Gabriel, he, Daniel was praying in Daniel 9, verse 20, and he said, Now while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin, and confessing the sin of my people of Israel, 
and presenting my supplications before the Lord, my God, for the holy mountain of my God. The holy mountain is Mount Zion. The holy mountain is in heaven. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, as above, so below is stolen by the devil. Father, we praise you for helping us to understand that, in fact, Satan does not have any original ideas at all which opens up an amazing Mysteries of the Bible research dynamic that is capable of opening our eyes on a whole other level than uh, perhaps we've ever even considered. But, Father, we thank you for showing us things in your Scripture that help us to understand that even Daniel himself had to confess of his sins regularly, which helps us to get past and get past that feeling of being wolf or, feel, you know, just feeling woefully inadequate like we're not going to make it. I, 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 Father, I just praise you for your mercy because your mercy does endure forever. You know that those of us who fear hell fear you. It doesn't mean that makes makes our walks any easier. It doesn't mean that it makes, uh, particularly those of us that are highly sensitive uh, and emotionally driven, such as myself. Uh, it doesn't make it any easier for us to deal with the in, intense stress that the uh, prison planet dynamics that we're in right now uh, uh, exposes us to and indeed bur- burdens us with, uh, even to the point of losing entire nights of sleep or, or very much almost entire nights of sleep uh, in some cases. And Father, we just thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your mercy. We praise you for your for blotting out all of our iniquity, blotting out all of our sin. Uh, washing us with our hit, uh, your hyssop and making us whiter than snow, creating within each of us a clean heart. We pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will purify us to the point that we are the echo of first or Titus uh, 1 verse 15, to the pure, all things are pure, unknowing that the things that are happening upon the earth, Ecclesiastes 7:14, uh, even the good and the bad, ultimately are coming from you and your decisions as you are in control of the dynamics that are occurring on the earth and in full control of Satan himself. Unless you lift your hand of protection across uh, away from a particular part of the earth or the entire earth as appears to have happened at this time, uh, then Satan is still subject. And Father, we praise you for the individual protections of the seal of God that many of us ought to have if we don't. And and, uh, we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, Given all of the, the blessings, the things that we're going through, the trials and tribulations, as the scripture says, no, we're not being sawed in half. Uh, no, we're not being uh, tortured like so many of our brothers and sisters in the past. No, we're not being burned at the stake. Uh, yes, we are very helpful to stand before Jesus and before any of those types of things happen, and maybe we'll be found worthy. We pray in the name of Jesus, not just not just to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus, but we do also, Father, come before you and we pray, please. We beseech you, Lord. We supplicate before you with all fervency, all ferventness, if you will, of of heart. And we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, that if there is any corrected course that needs to happen in us, Father, we confess of our sins, even those we are not aware that we're committing. We ask you for course corrections. We ask you for a change of heart. We don't just ask you, you know, in, in some sort of a metaphorical manner or anecdotal manner whereby we're reading the Scripture, but we are sincerely coming before you and beseeching you, Father, to correct our course, that we are walking within your will to be adequately found holy enough 
while it is a walk, it is a cycle, it is a process, holy enough to be chosen, not just called. Many are called, few are chosen, and we are anxiously awaiting the transformation of our bodies. We are watching, we are praying, we are using spiritual warfare tactics, we are praying for the lost. Uh, if not continuously and every day, certainly on a regular basis. And we just give you all the glory, praise, and honor forever and ever, Father God, forever and ever. And Lord Jesus, please, we ask you, you know us better than anybody. You have experienced the things that we are dealing with down here, but not probably, well, certainly not in the dynamics that we're being exposed to as we enter relatively deep uh, into the end times, uh, relatively deeper uh, than the earth has ever experienced since the judgment of Noah and the flood. And we praise your holy name and we thank you, Lord, for allowing these things to happen, for progressing it forward. We know that the scripture says in Isaiah 26, verse 9, for when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. And this is the most important dynamic in the entire universe that the people on this earth, whether no matter what situation they're in, whether it's a war situation, a sinking ship situation, uh, bombs going off, off outside of their house, roving ran, uh, bands of, of evil demon-possessed people, uh, raping and pillaging and stealing food, no matter what the dynamic is, Father God, whatever it is that puts a person on their knees to cry out to you after ignoring you for their entire life, where it says in Acts 2, uh, uh, 17 through 21, I believe it is, that all those who call out upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we praise you, Father God, for that promise for those uh, that that will be uh, still here to experience some of the awful judgments that are going to be coming that will result in many people ultimately being saved at the very last minute. And that is a merciful God, and we give you all the glory. We praise your holy name, and now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to keep us from stumbling, and present us sin-free before our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With exceeding joy, which we all so much hunger and thirst for. And to you, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise, we ask you, Father, to help us to become more wise, to help us to live, live, and to become the Beatitudes, to have that contrite spirit and no presumptuous sin, which is a great affront to thee, and to be the tax collector, feeling unworthy, because in reality, Without you and Jesus, we are. We praise your name for that. We thank you for being our Savior, for bringing us to the place that we are right now. You and our King, our friend, forever and ever we pray that we will be found worthy to be part of the ruling class, part of your fellow sufferers and those who make it on the barley harvest in the first watch. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. So you would know 
Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm always kind of... Uh, asking people to pray over my job because my job is insane. Um, and uh, once again, I'm throwing out a fleece for prayer, um, but I want God's will to be done. So please do ask for God's will to be done. If you're kind enough to lift me, lift me up in prayer, even even once or uh, God bless you with a tenfold anointing. If it's more often that you mention me to, to the Lord, uh, I uh, do, in fact, wear my heart on my sleeve. Uh, that's part of who I am and part of what this ministry is about, because you're not going to find that anywhere else. What you're going to find is people preaching at you and telling you that if you wear a certain type of clothes or whatever the case is, or they're going to be living in the law and misleading you or whatever it is that, you know, you get out there. But what you will never find that I am aware of, I've never heard it before, not me, uh, is, uh, you know, a, a ministry such as this who that tries I, I try my very best to be real. And I've even I've, I've even been warned. I've been told by people which I don't. Here's the thing is the people that are warning me don't understand how I pray. But if you're a regular attendant, you know, a, a person who attends the prayer vigil, then you understand my use. Now, this took years for the Lord to lead me to this, and it also was confirmed to me that the, the fire that shoots out of the mouth of the two witnesses, which is not two bearded Hebrews standing on a street corner in Tel Aviv, by the way. Um, anyway, um, which so many people are out there prophesying and say, I, I've even heard, I can name names, but I'm not going to, you know, the two witnesses are here, and all. I'm like, yeah, right, okay, sure, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. No, it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the Pastor, uh, um, oh, gosh, uh, oh, gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. So, but anyway, we've had on the show a couple of times, uh, and he's been absolutely wonderful. Um, Carl something or whatever. I, I'm just having brain damage because it's been a long day at work. And uh, anyway, so I do want to ask you if you are kind enough to lift me up in prayer because I had what appears to be a supernatural dynamic occur where um, I touched a link on my phone right at pure prayer time. Um, uh, anyway, it, it, I don't want to get laid off. I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get thrown out into a marketplace where, uh, you know, there's no jobs, uh, lose my house and wander the street. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, that's, that's what I'm hoping not to have happen. Um, I know that all, in all the promises that Jesus gave us about not worrying, he never mentioned a dwelling place. And in fact, he, he said, you know, even I, the son of man, have no place to rest my head. So I'm not, not really sure a dwelling place is necessarily in the promises associated with not worrying, although clothing was brought in food to eat, uh, very much Elijah-like and things like that. I prefer not to hang out in the cave until the end times. I would like to continue to do this ministry. And in order for me to do this ministry, and the Father and I have had this conversation many times, but you know what the thing about it is? It rains on the just and the unjust. It's unavoidable. Um, you know, when, when those ground-based nuclear bombs go off, and they will, uh, we don't know when, but when they do, I hope we're not here, but when they do, guess what? Do you think the entire cities are unrighteous people? Absolutely not. It rains on the just and the unjust. Don't you know? There, there are definitely holy and righteous people living in Chicago, living in Seattle. I know some. I know, you know. So again, uh, all over the place. So anyway, that being said, we know that it rains on the just and the unjust, and we know that you know if a big old tree is going to fall down from a neighbor's yard, it might hit your house. I was very blessed when Irma went by. I've mentioned this many times about the these, these, it would have killed me. Very, very large palm tree, very, very heavy, had to be lifted off with essentially a cherry picker slash crane. Uh, it was huge. Anyway, hit my ham radio antenna, bent it over, and did not crash through my house. I felt the entire house shake, but I was wearing headphones at the time doing a live radio show. I'd like to go back and find that Irma show. 
because I can I know that I commented on it rather uh, alarmedly. I made up I made up that word. I was like, whoa, what was that? It felt like the whole house shook. Uh, of course, I didn't find out until a couple of days later. But anyway, it also looks like the lightning that hit. And I think the uh, super ultra dangerous apocalyptic thunderstorms may be ramping down. Uh, praise God. I haven't seen. I've heard some thunder activity around here. But you know what? We're, we're getting closer and closer to September. So praise God for that. But unfortunately, uh, things are going to get real ugly real quick for the people in the European Union. Uh, with having, you know, virtually no power. Now, uh, you know, no no sources. I mean, we're talking about like certain parts of the European Union have already doubled. Little, listen to this. I'm serious. Doubled their energy prices, which for a lot of people would like, you know, cause them to go into foreclosure. Um, there are a lot, enough people out there that that's that they're you know they're literally living that close to the edge, and um, and I and I can understand that because with the increases in in the cost of living and everything else, I'm, I mean across the board, and the UK is getting it real hard. Um, uh, and evidently, according to all of the experts, it's it's like a tidal wave, and it's heading directly toward the United States, and it just hasn't hit yet here at this country at the level it has hit. Okay, so if you were going to compare it to a tsunami analogously, we're watching the water recede. We know it's coming. And, and actually, really, when you when you think about it, I mean, if 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 you if you take off your, I'm dumber than a thumbtack hat for just a moment, and look back on what has been happening, it, I I can't speak. I don't buy food in the UK. I don't buy food in Poland. I don't know anything about that. What I can say now, most of these most of the European countries oftentimes have what's known as open markets and they have local growers. Uh you, in order to experience that you have to live in farm country here in the United States or nearby the Amish where you'll find a lot of roadside stands and such. Um but in the European communities having these open markets where people bring locally grown food, that's why one of the reasons why they don't have the heart heart attack levels that we have in the United States. No, now, don't get me wrong; that's probably all changed due to the bioweapon injection that's been going on now, and everybody's been so hungrily going after. Oh my goodness, I can't wait until I can take my little baby in and murder them, and and and, and render my my 13 year old daughter incapable of having children for the rest of their lives and whatever. But anyway, people just are you know we're just in a situation. You know, I'd, um, many 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 people are going to die because. Because they just simply cannot accept in their heart that there could be that. They don't understand evil. They don't understand Satan. They don't understand the Bible. They don't understand. All they understand is what they see coming off that pulpit in their church if they're even going to a church, and most of them aren't. So, um, and if they are, they have convoluted understandings of what Christianity means, and they have no understanding of what the negative battery of the terminal means, and they have no understanding whatsoever of what fear of God means, and the Amplified Bible doesn't either. Every time it says the fear of God, the Amplified Bible goes in and injects wrongful words like fear, reverent awe of God. And I'm like, no, it's not reverent awe of God. It's exactly what Jesus said. If your eye is offending thee, pluck it out, lest you go to hell. That's what it is. It's fear of hell. So whenever you have any issues with fearing God, just re- you need to go back and take another look at 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Weiss. Sister Terry uh, Hill has met him, more, I think, more than once, uh, and uh, it is horrifying. I, I can't listen to it. I mean, because then if I make the tiniest little mistake, I like can't even sleep. That's horrific. But it, it's something that everybody should 
here one time, because that will put the fear of God in you. And let me tell you something, fear is fear of hellfire is a mighty motivator. And if you have a problem forgiving somebody, like your husband for doing something or something very, very wrong, or uh, you know members of your family treating you really poorly, you know when 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 you're taking offense to that, you know you're right there on the borderline of the sin of unforgiveness, right? Um, so again, always, you know, what I always recommend is that if there is somebody who has done you wrong. Somebody who is doing you wrong and you can't get over it, and they continue to do something wrong over and over and over again to you, and you can't get over it, you are teeter-tottering on the dental floss of falling into hell based upon the sin of unforgiveness. You are right on that edge. Now, what I recommend is that you imagine that individual who you feel is, has done you wrong, and you imagine them with lighter fluid poured all over their bodies and burning and screaming with their flesh melting off of their face and their bones, begging you to put the fire out. And if you don't have compassion enough to put that fire out when they're burning, then guess what? The Father's not going to have that kind of compassion on you either. So that's what I've done in the past whenever somebody has really, really stuck a chainsaw on my back and I had some issues with it. The first thing you do is you put them at the very top of your prayer list. Absolutely. Uh, I think it was William Law. I believe it was he who said uh, he was a pastor and he said, um, nothing will make you love um, a person more than praying for them. But also you want to recognize, especially if what that person is doing is, you know, unacceptable to our father and a sin or some form of iniquity, which is a perverted group of thoughts that lead to multiple sins. That's why iniquity is worse. Um, uh, you, you, the thing is, you know, sometimes we'll justify in our mind why, oh, we don't this, that, and the other thing. I'm just over it. I can't take it. You know. But here's the thing. You know, put them at the top of your prayer list. Put them at the top of your prayer list. Never give up. Never stop praying. When you put them at the top of your prayer list, also, if you really feel hurt inside over anything that they've ever said to you or done or they're continuing to do, you really, really need to try much harder imagining them burning in hell. Listen to 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill uh, Weiss. Go out. Search it out on YouTube. Praise Jesus it's still out there because we all need a little dose of that once in a while. Okay, and it's a little traumatizing, but we need it. We need that battery, that negative battery of the terminal hooked up because let me tell you, it'll, you know, it's like that uh, TV series, Scared Straight. Okay, that's what fear of God is about because Jesus said, fear him who has the, the ability to throw body and soul into hell. Okay, so Jesus was very clear fear of God is. So that kind of irritates the the dickens out of me. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's an appropriate phrase or not, but it's a colloquialism and I'm going to use it. Uh, but anyway, it irritates me uh, when I'm, you know, referring back to the Amplified Bible, which I happen to like very much, uh, you know, and I see them put in their reverence and awe. And I'm like, no, you are wrong about that. 
And it, it sends the wrongful message, and unfortunately, it also supports the concept that God is all love. Uh, there's no judgment in him. He will never do any, you know, he doesn't, you know, no, that's, that's not what the Bible says. And and so we need to understand what our Bible says. Uh, we need to understand, now, now, yes, God may not directly do things. He may lift his hand to protection. Yes, amen. Um, but yeah, but look what the, our heavenly, it was our heavenly father that brought down the flood. Okay, it was our heavenly father that took out Sodom and Gomorrah. So, you know, for anybody that's out there, you know, making up stuff and not using the Bible to back up, you know, no, sorry for you. No good. And and one of the worst things that Churchianity does, and it comes from, I mean, the John Birch Society, the Rockefeller Foundation, uh, the Clinton Foundation are some of the largest contributors to, you know, large Bible universities. Okay. And and last time I checked, now I haven't been able to find a statistic uh, lately, but I did check about five or six years ago, and a 50% of the people that joined that were take, going for theological degrees in major Bible universities dropped out in their first year because they were forced to take uh, studies of religions across the world, and it confused their hearts so much that they dropped out. They were like, they became basically unbelievers, which is really kind of sad. But that's because we're dealing with satanically influenced and paid for multi-million dollar Illuminati funded organizations that are twisted, contorted in what they're teaching people, and they're launching an untold number of uh, so-called ordained which is, by the way, Antichrist, okay, because it was Paul under the, under the uh, power of the Holy Spirit that said clearly uh, in John 15, no, it was John, in John 15, 16, that it is Jesus Christ who ordains, and he is the head of the church. Uh, we, it was mankind that decided that, oh, gee, these buildings that didn't even exist while Paul and the apostles and the church of Ephesus, and there were no buildings. The first b- building that was called the church was built in 300 AD for crying out loud. Okay, so the, and then and then you know I, I don't know I don't know I don't understand why people don't understand these things. All right, God stopped me from going to Bible college, and and the one guy that I did know that I really liked, uh, he uh, I hadn't heard from him from a re- for a real long time, and he he got real excited and he he contacts me and he's like you know hey Johnny I just want to let you know I became an ordained pastor and you know this that and the other thing and uh, and we started having a conversation and I thought I'd throw him a little kind of of, you know, tongue-in-cheek. You know, it wasn't tongue-in-cheek. I was testing him. And I said, um, well, you know the United States is Babylon the Great. And the first thing out of his mouth was, no, it isn't. <laughs> and I was like, okay, brother, have a really good day, man, brother. God bless you. I, congratulations on your theological degree. Uh, but anyway, you know, to, to study to show yourself approved doesn't mean that you're supposed to go listen to some other man or demonically influenced organization teach you. It means that you're supposed to seek the Lord. You, you know, it, it, the, the fellowship of the brethren is associated with the gatherings that are very much like, like I've mentioned many times, the Amish. And the Amish don't have preachers, you know. They have brethren, and they take turns, you know, sharing scriptures and singing songs and going to different people's houses and things like that to set up, you know, the, the, their gatherings. That's very much exactly like it was in the very early Pilgrim Church. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And we would all do well to learn from them. As a matter of fact, <laughs> when that, you know, if and or maybe when the cyber attack occurs and takes out the power, the power grids, okay, at that point, uh, you know, the Amish are going to be like, What's everybody complaining about? How come we hear all that yelling and screaming? (laughs) They're going to be like, you know, lighting their candles and having a big old delicious dinner that they just brought in from the field. 
And we're all going to be going, holy cow, this tiny little one-ounce jar of peanut butter costs $19. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, you know, so... Anyway, it's just uh, it's just important that we we recognize the opportunities that our father is giving each of us to draw in closer to him. We are definitely it. I mean, as far as I can tell, we are definitely in the thick of it, really in the thick of it, uh, particularly because what appears to be queued up next is ultimately the taking out of Trump. Uh, and it, we can see it in play. We know it's in progress. We know we hear all of the the threats. There's untold numbers of threats for civil war. They are, in fact, being outspoken. Uh, they, uh, they're, there's, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And so what we're seeing right now, not so amazing to me, actually, because I've been telling people on this program now for quite some time, that as far as I can tell, uh, minus the one saint that we brought on the program that had a vision, um, a mighty vision from the Lord, a very powerful dream. And evidently in that dream or vision or whatnot, she was told by the Lord that the next major event would be the collapse of the Cascadia subduction zone and the mega tsunami that occurs up in the Seattle, Portland area. Now, um, but see, here's the thing. God, oftentimes when it comes to vi- prophecies, dreams, and visions, he'll talk about some of the really big stuff, but he won't necessarily talk about some of the smaller stuff. And, uh, you know, so when you're when you know what type of devastation you're dealing with and the millions of people that are going to lose their lives, uh, you know, and the, the level of devastation of the collapse of the Cascadia subduction zone and the taking out of the Pacific Northwest in the United States of Babylon the Great is, in fact, uh, going to dwarf the um, the Civil War dynamics, I think, but I'm not exactly really sure about that, um, because the Civil War dynamics in the United States of Babylon are increasing very, very quickly and fast and intensely, too. Uh, and um, and so that makes me wonder, because, you know, you got this this dynamic where there are states that have actually made resolutions, for example, Texas, and I think there'll be more of them. I certainly am going to read you some of the stuff that's being said out there tonight. Uh, And um, it really, really kind of looks like there might actually be – I mean, I I think the raid on Mar-a-Lago was a black swan attempted event, but they failed, which, by the way, would only cause them to get angry -er, because they're – but then then this is kind of – Disappointing. I discovered this. I found an article and took the time to read it. Uh, I don't know. It's probably around my lunch break. I don't get lunches half the time. I, I'm lucky if I can stuff a protein bar down. That's why I'm asking for people to pray for me because I might, and I, it's a big might, but I touched a link on my um, cellular phone as I always check when I wake up in the morning I check for ministry opportunities and people that are reaching out uh to jbaptist seven 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 at gmail dot com. And um I always check first for that. And because I want to help people before I go into prayer. And um and also I want to make sure that Boston is or uh, not Boston, um Chicago is still there. <laughs> right? But anyway, uh you know or or that Seattle still exists, right? Because any of this stuff could happen in the middle of the night, right? So, um, so I, I always want to kind of get get my finger on the pulse of what's going on out there just by a quick scan of the headlines that came in overnight while I was trying to sleep. But anyway, um, I touched a link this morning, 
It was one that I normally never look at, but for some wacky reason, I did this time. And it led to another site, which led to a thing that said job job opportunities, blah, blah. And then I touched that, which 150% of the time, if there is a such thing, which there technically isn't, but, you know, you can make the argument in some ways. But anyway, um, I never get nothing. I mean, I don't get anything that even lines up vaguely with my skill sets and my tenure in the industry and all that kind of stuff. But this time, it was like, it was almost, it was so amazing. But long story short, a client of mine who likes me a lot and uses me a lot and kind of needs me, and I've worked with multiple departments within that client, um, posted a job posting that basically was reading my resume. <laughs> you know? So, um, and plus, I also know people who work there, and I've worked with them directly. You know, remotely, of course, but as a you know, in my in, in, in you know, as a, as you know, in doing what I do for a living, kind of thing. So anyway, um, I was very encouraged by that, and I went ahead and did what I never do. I haven't done for eleven years, in fact, uh, because it's exceedingly difficult. You know, when you have specializations to find something that aligns with your salary range and everything, and and you know what? In this economy, are you kidding me? I mean, you know, anybody. It doesn't matter how popular the job field is. In this type of an economy, to find an organization posting a job posting that's significant is a testimony to how much they feel that how important they feel that particular job posting is because typically uh they you know in this type of an economy they you would have um wage freezes you would have bonus freezes you would have hiring freezes all that kind of stuff reductions of fourth queued up riffs or reductions in force all that so anyway um in the midst of that scary stuff going on where I'm currently working and the fact that they once again threw me onto a project that was fantastically improperly scoped and I'm raising red, yellow flags all over the place and you know because I have to because they're going to blame me when things go wrong they're going to blame me and I'm not taking it I'm not taking it um and uh so anyway uh you know is that going to lead me to be rift I don't know but I will make it clear. I won't say that I'm not going to do the work, but I'm not going to let them accuse me falsely of having any responsibility associated with the misscoping of the activities that I'm working on right now. So I basically got handed a large bag of flaming dogs biscuits, let's just say, and uh, and they want me to turn the dog biscuits into a nice, delicious spaghetti dinner, you know, for half the hours that I need to do it right. Uh, anyway, so again, you know, and then what is what happens th- about that? That translates in, in its stress, and then you can't sleep. And at my age, it's very unhealthy. So anyway, it's a long long story short, um, this may be God's will. I don't know. And it also aligns to something that happened to me in the past that was all God, uh, where a com- where a division of a company that I work for was going to be closed. But I, they don't tell you in advance that they're going to close the division. And I had gotten a recruiter email, which I never got, and uh, never got those. And this one particular one slipped through, and this particular recruiter said, hey, you, uh, you know, uh, the Tech Data Corporation is looking for somebody just like you. Would you like to go and interview with them? And I said, yeah, why not? I'll go over and hear what they got to say. And what happened was after I took their tests and went through all their rigmarole and got hired, um, they, uh, 
two weeks later, the um, southeastern office of the company that I work for, it doesn't exist anymore, was closed. They shut it down. So I would have been kicked to the streets. But the Lord, I guess, had obviously had a recruiter email me, and I got the job two weeks prior to them shutting down the office. That Those are the kinds of things that the Lord has historically blessed me with throughout my life, and that's one of the reasons why I have an awful lot of hope in this, but I, I am, I'm beseeching you for your prayers, uh, because uh, I certainly don't want to jump from the frying pan into the fire. I certainly don't want to take a job that will prevent me from doing the radio show. I do not think that this job would, would cause that to happen. It has it, it, it looks like it could be something that came from God, but I, I would just totally love you to pieces, and, and, and I will be lifting up every single person fervently and asking for the divine holy fire of God, a thorny hedge of protection around every single person has prayed for me and your loved ones, because uh, that is the least I can do when I'm on my knees at 4 o'clock or, or, or 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, depending. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I just wanted to get that out to everybody, if, if, uh, because it's, it's, it, it, one of the reasons why it's ultra-significant is if, uh, you know, if you enjoy this program and you've learned things from this program and you continue to learn things from this program and you continue to learn things about the mysteries of the Bible that 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 just make you, you know, I mean, how many places out there even talk about multiple raptures? How many people out there have had supernatural experiences to show them, in fact, that there are multiple raptures? I don't know anybody. Now, I, we had a guest on that believed there were multiple raptures, and he based it on some of the scriptures, and he re, you know, wrote a little book about it and everything. But I've had very ultra-supernatural experiences from the Lord proving to me beyond any shadow of a doubt that I was absolutely right. But God also knows that I'm very vulnerable because of my emotional, my, uh, emotional sensitivities to the attacks of the devil, making me think that something I'm doing or something that I'm feeling or something that I'm preaching or whatever is, you know, could be not right. And then I start to get nervous about it. Um, and, um, and then the Lord somehow, one way or the other, comes through and causes some kind of impossible thing to happen to prove to me because it was impossible. It w- there was no other way. It had to be the Lord. Anyway, so, and you also know it's the Lord whenever the net result when the net result of that which the Lord has shown you has a positive net effect on the kingdom. Because Satan is not going to help, he's not going to confirm something for you falsely that's going to ultimately please the Lord and lead people to Jesus and, 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 and help them to be able to witness better to other uh, demographics of people or belief systems of people or scientifically minded people. I mean, I told you, uh, the regular listeners of the show heard me explain that my own daughter came to me because she's married to a logical, you know, scientifically minded husband who evidently went to her and said, well, not only are your mom and dad nuts, uh, but, uh, you know, they actually believe that the earth was only 6,000 years old, and that's ridiculous, and he gave her like 50,000 reasons why. And then she you know, communicates with me and she expresses her damaged faith in Jesus over that, uh, which makes me feel not so happy about the young earth people and their ineptitude. But anyway, um, I, uh, you know, I told her, I said, honey, that is absolutely false. That's incorrect. The earth is billions of years old. And she said, what do you mean? And I explained it to her and, and bam, now I, I can even ask her to pray for me. And she's like, I will. And I'm like, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, so I'm slowly, it's a slow, slow little thing. I'm 
seen a little bit of progress, but I'm not worried about it. You know, hey, look, if I disappear mysteriously from the earth and I, you know, what I need to do is tell her about the aliens taking them, because if I do make the bar, if any of us make the barley harvest, we, we, you know, that's what NASA is going to tell everybody. All right. And then that'll get them on their prayer, on their knees praying real quick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, just wanted to share those things with you, ask you for the prayer. It is very important to sustain the radio show. I do not want to get to a place where I, I am forced to take donations because we have won a lot of people over to Jesus and over to advanced understandings of the mysteries of the Bible simply by the fact that we have never taken a single donation, tithe, or offering since 2009. Not a one. And the one person who slipped me a Mickey and sent a check to my house making me believe they were going to send something like, you know, a candy bar or something. I don't know. I, they just said, I got something I need to send to your house. Do you mind? Uh, you know, it's a, it's, And I said, well, you know, remember, I don't take, you know, ties or nothing. Oh, you know, well, this, that, and the other thing. But they never really, you know, and next thing you know, I open it up and it's like this check for 500 bucks. And the Lord immediately told me to take it down to the senior pastor's house, which is the – there was a church that I used to go to that's down the road from here. and. It's once saved, always saved, and it's all kind of messed up. But it was one of the better ones around, so I went there for a while. And it, it, it helped a little for the time, that you know, the place that I was at in my walk. But anyway, um, the Lord told me to take the check down and to tell that pastor when I handed it through the front door of their house, because, of course, they always protect the pastor. They don't like somebody just randomly walking up and knocking on their door. we got to protect the pastor. we got to protect the pastor. You know, and I understand that because, you know, if I gave my phone number out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry to you know, ask me for it, I would literally become a, you know, Jesus is calling answering service. Hallelujah. You know, and I, it, so it's all right. I, I, that's why I want to stay with email. Uh, or if you really want to talk to me a little more interactively, which I limit, I have to limit because I've got a job to do. Uh, you know, then uh, then you can, uh, you know, use Google Chat and just type in jbaptist777 at gmail.com on that, and it'll give me a little invitation. It might take me a while to get around to answering it. And I might say, who are you? <laughs> okay? But don't take offense because there's a lot of people listening to this program. There always has been. Uh, you know, the numbers go up, the numbers go down, the numbers go up, the numbers go down. It, it, it's even, it even follows the cycles. I mean, it, it follows like, you know, when school lets in, school lets out, when there's a holiday, everything. So anyway, praise God. I just want to share that with you. Please lift me up in prayer. If I can get this uh, flaming monkey from the bowels of stress hell off my back, I might actually be able to get a good night's sleep uh, and um, not have to be worried about you know, so many, so many, so many things. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for having that mercy upon me and lift me up before the Lord. All right. Amen. Praise God. Kids, are you ready? All right. Oh, man. All right, kids. All right. Uh, let me just go ahead and focus my old aged eyes. What was the spider doing on a computer? What was the spider? Spank. Spanky. Sit down for a sec. Son, sit down for a second. Stop trying to give away the. What was the spider doing? On I think he, I think he downloads. I think Spanky, Spanky figured out how to download the show notes. I think that's what he's doing. He's cheating. You're not allowed to do that, Spank. All right. Anyway, what was the spider doing on a computer? Think hard. Making a website. <laughs> what do you think, kids? That's pretty good, huh? Come on. All right. I'll take it. It's a W in the W column. I'm not even a sports fan anymore, so but I know that phrase. All right, next one. What kind of a bagel can fly? 
what kind of a bagel can fly? Not a raisin bagel. Think hard. A plain bagel. <laughs> you know, a plain bagel. You kids understand that one, right? You do? All right. Oh, there must be somebody in that crowd over there that lives in downtown Manhattan. And they had that cream cheese shortage that darn near put a whole bunch. Of, can you imagine that? A cream cheese shortage that being, like threatens the bagel the livelihood of, of downtown <laughs> New York. Bagels are a big deal in New York. Let me tell you what. All right, next one up. What do you call a man who can't stand? Come on, kids. What do you call? No, not that. What do you call a man that, who can't stand? Neil. <laughs> you know, hey, Neil. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to take three for three on this one. We're going to head right into the news. Into the news. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, it's not normal. This is disturbing. <laughs> Game over. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now, um, so listen to this. I just, I'm just going to play the audio. I got it teed up. Let me just make sure I still got it teed up. Yep, I still got it teed up. It appears to be at the very beginning. That's very cool. Let's see, I got my gizmos and gadgets and switches and widgets and everything else in the right position, so it should work. Hold on, let me bring up the computer audio uh, so that it, transmits more audibly, we pray in Jesus' name, and here we go. This is a snippet uh, that has been just making its journey around the Internet, and, uh, you know, as uh, supposedly evil as TikTok may be, boy, oh boy, does it do a service for the Lord Jesus, because it, it allows people to get stuff out there pretty quick, and then it, and then it just starts flying all over the place on the internet, and eventually somebody like me will get it. This is actually, well, you'll know who it is, it's the Antichrist. All right, listen to what he's saying, because guess what? We're living it. Here we go. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. You just have. All right, praise God. The game is won, he says. Hmm. Gee, now, isn't it fascinating? Because when you look at the Stanley Fraudsham prophecy, I think of 1963 or thereabouts, I have to go back and check the date. And, and Stanley Fraudsham was um, the, um, the best friend of Smith Wigglesworth. And um, it was a. Uh, a jaw-dropping prophecy about the very, very end of times and how God would send seducing spirits down and become lying spirits in the mouths of all of his prophets. 
which, by the way, explains why so many of the A-list prophets have really messed up pretty bad. Um, and I, you know, and if I were a full-time prophet, you know, arguably some people call it being in the house of, or you know, house of a prophet or whatever, the office of a prophet. I don't know. I don't get into all that stuff. Um, but anyway, at the end of the day, um, my, you know, it, it's been a mess. I mean, since 2016. So I have no, I, I believe with all of my heart during the, the biblical blood moon tetrad that ended with the super blood moon of uh, September, the, uh, I believe it was the 28th of 2015, which is right around the time that Obama, Fauci, Obama and Fauci were over in the Wuhan lab handing them millions of dollars and looking at all the wonderful evil things that they were doing, <laughs> just like the devil would. Um, uh, that it, that's just too amazing to me. Right about that time is when all the prophecies started going south, and there was this humongous uptick in pillow prophets uh, that are you know seven mountain esque or totally seven mountain. And um, of course, they always tell you things like they talk directly to Jesus, and nothing they ever say comes true. So, but unfortunately, there's believers out there that can always think of. 5,000 reasons why that particular prophecy didn't come true like 100 times in a row, you know? So our, you know, anyway, <clears throat> it is what it is. We are where we're at. Um, I, I firmly believe with all of my heart that we are deep into it. How deep? I don't know. But like I was about to say before I threw out the prayer fleece is that there are a lot of articles that are troubling me that are saying that, that what they're doing is, I think I read one at Glenn Beck where they broke down, they actually looked at all the different, I don't know what you call them, precincts or whatever, for uh, the various midterm election Republicans to take over control of the power structure of the legislature, you know, the whole Congress and take it away, you know, take the power away from Pelosi and all that kind of stuff. That because that's the goal, right? So anyway, um, uh, you know, because that's the, if they don't pull that plan off, you know, then all this, then, you know, uh, these shape-shifting reptilians and the Antichrist are going to make our lives a, a living hell on earth, even more so than what we're experiencing even at this time. Okay, so we ain't seen the last of it. I mean, monkeypox isn't nothing compared to what they're going to throw at us. All right, and I would just as soon not have to deal with that as much as possible and have the barley harvest come up quick enough. You know, we're going to have to go through some pretty ugly stuff, yes, but I think we can pray our way through it, deal with it, and be close to God, And but we also have to be in a state of continuous repentance now, continu continuous self-examination, continuous uh, confession of our sins. First uh, John 1, 9, he is, uh, our Father is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins as long as we confess of our sins. Praise God. That's awesome. All right. Now, anyway, um, and it's about practicing righteousness. First John three seven. He who uh, uh, you know uh, he who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. Meaning Jesus is righteous. Capital H E. But you can tell just reading it that it's the course it's talking about Jesus. Anyway, praise God. I wanted to share that with you. Um, so we never want to allow ourselves to be tricked by the devil because what he's going to do. So that's why in uh, Psalm. 51 verse 14, I believe it is. I think it's 14. Even King David 
when he was uh, crying out and, and supplicating before the Father and asking the Lord to wash him with hyssop and make him whiter than snow and create in him a clean heart and all that, uh, that he even said, you know, please take away the guilt of, you know, my trans, he was essentially my transgressions, you know, um, so that he's able to, you know, serve God guilt for guilt free, you know. And so even then that demonstrates that even though the Bible wasn't so explicit about talking about Satan, the devil and all that kind of stuff in the Old Testament, uh, he was busy at work for sure. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and move through the news rather rapidly. And then we'll bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. First up, WEF advisor Yuval Harari, which is a really super duper creepy dude. He says, we just don't, he's quoted and publicly quoted, by the way, of stating this out loud and in public. Okay, it's, you know, I'm not saying he had a megaphone, he was standing on top of a building or anything, but I'm just saying. Um, And what he said was, and I do quote, we just do not need the vast majority of the population in today's world. Which, by the way, is the essence of the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, makes it very interesting, and it also supports what we, those of us who have been paying attention, understand and researching. It, it, it's all about uh, it's eugenics, you know, and and uh, get rid of you know anybody who's making babies, get rid of them. Anybody who's sick and old, they're just useless heaters, get rid of them. Anybody that cannot work in Auschwitz and build us evil, you know, gas chambers and stuff. Get rid of them. You know, I mean, that that's really pretty much it. Um, it's eugenics. Uh, if, if they have any kind of uh, malady, if they have any kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, even if they have a lisp, any anything that makes them less than Aryan perfect, eugenics is essentially what the Nazis practiced. They wanted to get rid of anything that wasn't, in their eyes, perfect. Okay, but they also had... I'm not going to get into that. Okay, never mind. I, that's that's too advanced, and people misinterpret it, and then it turns into, you know, stuff that people shouldn't be saying. And I don't want to be responsible for letting anybody say anything. I, I, you're not supposed to trip up a brother, and I'm darn sure not going into that territory. I don't, I don't. There are certain things I will not talk about because too many people just misunderstand it. They say the wrong things. They make accusations because they're. Who knows what's the matter with them? Anyway, praise God. Uh, and uh, we just need to, you know, we, we need to sympathize, empathize, and have compassion for our fellow brothers and sisters who just don't have the gifting that God may or may not have given us, right? Amen? And and that's okay, because if we were given, like it says in Luke, again, Luke 12, 47, 48, you know, to whom, him who has been giving much, much will be required, right? Amen? So, um, you know, it doesn't get you off the hook because, you know, you, you are or have eventually become wise as a servant. It actually amplifies, it increases your obligation to serve God. Wow. All right, praise God. Next up, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Breitbart reports, most Americans say that the FBI raid on Trump motivates them to vote in the midterms. So what we know is that there is going to be a red surge, a red tidal wave of votes. Uh, I am getting text messages 
uh, on my phone from, my goodness, it feels like three or four a day now, uh, telling me, please, you know, but vote for this, vote for that. What, what I get very suspicious when I get a text from somebody I don't know that claims to be something that I, I can't confirm and then sends me a link and tells me to vote no on, you know, some – uh, referendum or something. I'm like, I don't know who you are. You know, maybe you're from the WEF as far as I'm concerned. Heck, you could be a reptilian. You know, so I don't, you know, I don't pay no attention to that noise. As a matter of fact, I just block them as spam. I don't need that. I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, support the, uh, the, uh, the, the red, uh, you know, tidal wave and, um, uh, and, uh, you know, and see what happens. And, um, but I, I do feel still like they're not done. I mean, I, I really just don't – Mar-a-Lago was just – to me, all the Mar-a-Lago event was was one of several tricks they probably have up their sleeves that are parts of their plan to eliminate the threat so that they don't have to go back to square one and lose power for four years and then have Trump go into the presidency. That's like a worst-case scenario for these entities of darkness. They do not want that. Neither does Satan. And depending on how deeply they have bequeathed themselves and their soul to Satan for their power, their lives are at stake, and they know it. And so they're highly motivated. Uh, it's, it's a long story. Just think global satanic crime syndicate. Think uh, Tony Soprano. Think uh, Goodfellas. Think like that. Because that's what it is. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next up. Department of Homeland Security FBI brief cast conservatives as domestic violent extremists. Boy, we've heard that a lot, haven't we? You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. And, yes, the January 6th thing was a total crisis actor propped up bunch of baloney. Anyway, but, you know, like I said, I, I uh, hid... So it's no longer visible to the public, the uh, one that I have, because I, quite frankly, I want to keep on serving God, and I don't want them taking me away and sticking me in some kind of freaky-deaky weird January 6th thing. So, I, I you know, it's you, you got to know when to hold them. you not got to know when to fold them, that kind of thing. You know, I don't want to be – I don't want to cut my ministry short, you know, like I believe – our brother in Christ uh, did, uh, you know, uh, uh, Brother Timothy, when when in the Fox's Book of Martyrs it says that he ran out and he started yelling at the uh, the pagans in the pagan parade going by his, I don't know, maybe his dwelling place or whatever. Um, when he did that, they beat him to death. They beat him to death. He died of internal bleeding that night. Um, you know, now could he have gone on and served the Lord for another twenty years? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm not judging him. I'm just pointing out that, uh, an example of what I don't want to – personally, I don't want to do. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I want to be here, if possible, helping people make the barley harvest. Most people don't even know that there is a barley harvest. And then when they show it to them, they're like, what? It's hard to explain it to them because it is a little bit complex. But, um, but anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. As a matter of fact, let me see if I can find this. I'll read this for you. Um, looking, looking, looking. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, one one of my um, brothers in Christ that has uh, been a good friend over email with me for a long, long time. He had made a point about uh, you know the pedophile rings being exposed, the whole Anne Heck claim and all that. And I'm like, nothing new under the sun, bro. And he said. Yeah, it's never ending. And, you know, he goes on to say, um, 
Uh, he goes, it, it's never ending. Uh, they do eat their young. I've, it's been on my mind of late uh, of the chaos that's, that's going to happen when the barley harvest happens. So he points out that there's going to be chaos when the barley harvest happens. And I responded back to him and I said, well, guess what, bro? I said, the people, the people who miss the barley harvest will have no idea that they missed it. And here is why. Number one. The trumpet sound is only heard by those who be who are being taken up. No one else. Number two, it will only it will occur about two to three weeks after an alien ship appears in the sky. That aligns with the David Doetry vision. He prayed for twenty years. Lord showed him. Verse three, NASA will go on worldwide TV and tell everybody that the aliens took the people, and the people, the Christians that are on the Earth, are going to go, oh. Well, that makes complete sense to me, because certainly it wasn't I that wasn't worthy, and nobody knows about the barley harvest anyway. So we're very blessed to understand that uh, and to have had the Lord supernaturally reveal it to us and confirm it. Praise God. Th- and multiple times for multiple people. I mean, right, it took a long time for the Lord to start confirming it, but he did. And I was already convinced because I had my like half a day long supernatural experience that was just absolutely mind bending. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I, and I let him know that uh, all you got to do is study David Doetry's vision of the rapture from 1993. That was played on five doves by John Ting around uh, 2003, which I got a hold of right away. And then also um, uh, pastor Sori Parks trip to heaven when he had to talk with Jesus about, uh, you know, the rapture. Okay. But Jesus, you know, it's interesting because when you ask about the rapture, Jesus is going to tell you about the barley harvest. That's what he's going to tell you about. He's not going to tell you about the wheat harvest that happens after the three days of darkness, because, of course, that would scare the heck out of everybody. As a matter of fact, if you you understand that 22 million people are going to die from the tidal wave that's going to hit the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great and shake the entire world and bring down every rock, brick, building everywhere in the world and cause absolute, unbelievable Isaiah 24 havoc where the earth rocks to and fro like a drunkard, okay, that, you know, there's going to be millions of people dead. The Florida's probably going to disappear from the earth, Okay, so there's going to be, you know, when it says it rains on the just and the unjust, hello, McFly, anybody paying attention out there? Okay, your actual chances of being around for the wheat harvest aren't especially good. Praise God. But then again, you know, if you're in heaven anyway, so, you know, know, look, folks, no matter how it comes, (laughs) if you're in heaven, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be all bummed out. You know, Jesus, I kind of wish you'd send me back to earth, you know, because I really wanted to be raptured, uh, you know. But wait a minute. That's kind of silly. I mean, after all, you can fly in heaven. You can travel in trains and cars and and ships and I'm not I don't know about ships, but boats on on water and everything's powered by light. and You can breathe underwater and all just absolutely amazing stuff. So I don't I can't imagine why anybody would miss flying up in the air on planet prison, planet Earth and all the evil that's here. Get me off this alien demon infested rock in the name of Jesus. Right, kids? Because one thing we know for sure is they're here. Indeed they are. And there's more coming. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this. This is pretty darn huge. Sever all ties. Republican Florida state representative calls for the arrest of the FBI, of no, of all FBI agents. Now, this is so ripe and 
pregnant with absolutely jam-packed with, like, no way uh, I'm going to read it. <laughs> Even if it does, you know, cause me to take more time. All right, it says, Republican Florida State Representative Anthony Sabat... Sabat I want to make sure I get this right. Yep, Sabatini. Yeah, I thought I was, like, uh, watching a rerun of The uh, Sopranos. But anyway, uh, Anthony Sabatini called for the state to arrest, that is the state of Florida, to arrest FBI agents conducting law enforcement outside of Florida's purview and to sever ties with the Department of Justice on Monday. It says, it's time for us in the Florida legislature to call an emergency legislative session and amend our laws regarding federal agencies, Sabatini wrote, in the wake of the FBI raid on Donald Trump's Florida residence, Mar-a-Lago. Sever, he says, quote, sever all ties with the Department of Justice immediately. Any FBI agent conducting law enforcement functions outside of the, pur- of the purview of our state should be arrested on the spot. I like this guy. I really dig this guy. I'm going to look for his name, Sabatini. I can remember that. And you know he's a Republican, so if I just, you know, vote all red. <laughs> and I know the vote. I know everything is controlled. But you know what? We surprise, I, I don't know if Trump's in on it or not. I, I, he probably is. But at what level? Because they eat their young. They kill off their young. So, again, you know, it's complicated. But you've got to understand the levels and, you know, you know Kennedy – there you go. They killed their. They killed one of theirs. They killed Kennedy. Um, you know, and he he's part of one, the top thirteen. Onassis and Kennedy are both of those families are part of the top thirteen Illuminati bloodlines. Those are direct bloodlines and descendants in the Illuminati families, and they killed him because he stepped out of line. Uh, now, of course, you know when he was put into that position of power, um, the reason why he made the speeches that he made to warn people about the evil underground, uh, you know, take over the United States and stuff like that, well, is because they never told him about it. They just wanted to control him, and so when they st- when the evil ones came to him and said, "We're going to control you, and you're going to do this or that or else," he went forward and told the American public about it, and they shot him. And there's a lot of hypotheses about other things he was going to expose in this and the other thing. And, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. All right. So anyway, um, praise God. Now listen to this one. Hallelujah. Another one. Jim Jordan, another uh, leading United States representative and Republican from Ohio, uh, says publicly that 14 FBI whistleblowers have come forward. And there are lots of good people in the Bureau, he says. It's the top that is corrupt. And he goes on to explain, 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers, and they are good people. United States Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio said, there are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that's the problem. Some of these good agents, you know, it's always like that. It's always like that. It's the top of the full full gospel businessmen's association. It's the top of the Mormons association. It's the top of the, you know, it's always the top. Anyway, so anyway, uh, I thought that was rather interesting. But and he he even goes, he even says in his public statement, he says, "God bless them for doing it and coming out, uh, you know, and and you know, telling, warning people." That takes a lot of, you know, as Chuck Midsler used to say in in his command of the Hebrew language, chutzvah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Rand Paul calls for the abolition of the Espionage, the abolition of the Espionage Act. 
following the FBI raid on Trump's Florida state. Now, I learned something right here. Here's what he said. He said the Espionage Act was abused from the very beginning to jail dissenters of World War I. It is long past time to repeal this egregious affront to the First Amendment, Paul tweeted. Why can't we just, like, clone him and, like, fill the whole Senate chambers with a bunch of hymns? <laughs> I wish that would not. I know. They probably have the technology to do it, but I guess it would be wrong. All right, praise God, because you don't want to do anything to imitate God and upset him. All right, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Next one up. Pennsylvania man arrested after allegedly making online threats against the FBI. Now, you might say, oh, here we go. They're going after people. They're going after people. Well, this guy, this guy was, oh, yeah, he, okay, so, like, the kind of things he was saying was, like, he's saying this publicly, Every single piece of, you know, you blanking who work for the FBI in any blanking capacity from the director down, uh, even the janitors who clean your blanking toilets deserve to die. You declared war on us, and now it's open season on you. And then he also said stuff like, hey, feds, we the people cannot wait to water the trees of liberty that will, uh, you know, with your blood. You know, he said, I'll be waiting for you to kick my door down. Well, guess what? They went and kicked his door down. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, what are you going to do, right? There's some really smart people that followed those crisis actors into the the, uh, Capitol building and got duped while they had their facial recognition systems uh, pre-positioned out in the – and their mind control. Uh, They had – as far as I could tell, when I was looking at the various tooling, T-O-O-L-I-N-G, various uh, uh, Orwellian tooling that they had around, uh, when I look at the videos, uh, it looks to me like they, they not only did they have pre-positioned facial recognition systems out there, but they also had um, these boxes up on the top of, uh, I don't know, towers. And if my hunch is right, those are mind control towers. So they had the ability to inject, you know, 4 hertz, 2 hertz, 4 hertz, whatever the different, you know, ultra low frequencies, what they can do is they can, uh, excuse me, they can, they can generate a four hertz frequency, which will cause a human to have fits of anger or whatnot. And they can inject the four hertz frequency. uh, Basically it's called modulation into a higher frequency and then use a higher frequency antenna in a smaller box to emanate it all across a very large crowd of people, causing them to all freak out and get angry. So, yeah, they did They did every evil satanic trick using the most sick, twisted, Orwellian alien technologies they could get their hands on. These are not human. Uh, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Liz Cheney is defeated by a Trump-backed person named Harriet Hageman in Wyoming. And she's, you know, I'm just like, let's just put it this way. Robert Mandrius Mitchell's probably going to have something special to say about that. Um, Next headline up. Trump says Cheney's defeat is a complete rebuke of the January 6th committee. And I don't doubt it. People are getting geared up. Uh, this is this is definitely going to be the the uh, reason, the, the circumstances as we watch them unfold here is going to be the reason for the real civil war outbreak in the United States, and who knows maybe that'll just give 
the power to whoever's in power at the time to institute martial law and really start doing crackdowns and you know the national defense authorizations act of 2012 has built-in provisions in it that supersede the constitution and allow duly affected officials which by the way that term is very ambiguous and even includes soldiers that are standing on the street to make decisions about who they take away without a trial. I've had this conversation with uh, security experts at conferences, and they rolled their eyes and said, that one is horrible. I can't believe they passed it. But I've been watching this stuff forever, it seems like. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Department of Justice. By what authority? Former Department of Justice official baffled by the Biden investigation of the Southern Baptist Convention. So there you see an attempt by a shape-shifting reptilian that's, that's being puppet, puppet master controlled by the Antichrist to do an inspection on the Southern Baptist Convention, convention of 13.7 million members. What do you think they're looking for, and what do you think the end game is going to be? Ah, you know they don't. I, you know, again, we're just we're in a, we're we're there, we're there. You know, okay. How far into where there where where we are is anyone's guess at this point because we got to wait and see how what God allows to have happen and how long we got to hang in there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, and please. Spend as much time in prayer. Pray for the lost. Pray for each other. Now we need to kind of do a dynamic shift. Pray for the lost. I don't recommend that you pray for anybody but just the unfortunate, the miss, the unfortunate people of the world, the starving, the hurting, the downtrodden, the dejected, the people that have never heard the name of the Lord Jesus. Pray for them. Don't spend your time. You only got so much time in the day. Don't be spending your time praying for this the leadership in the world, because that the only reason that Romans 13 and the, the small scripture that's in Timothy uh, talks about praying for government at all is so that the believers, the saints, can gather in peace and spread the word in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in peace. That's what it's about. But once once we enter into the end times and that big red lever is, you know, pulled essentially, and our Heavenly Father says, okay, time to execute judgments and move forward. Um, and that's been threatened prophetically now for, wow, what, 10 years or more? Okay, so we see it manifesting right now. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Son of the Times says, massacre, nearly half of the pregnant women in the Pfizer trial miscarried. And then it goes in, Dr. Name, Naomi Wolf, Crowdsource Project, 300,000 Pfizer documents, da 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 read this, that, and the other thing, and you know what? It's never going to make the news. You know why? Because Glenn Beck was right. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. All right. Thank you, Glenn, by the way. Appreciate that. All right. Praise God. Next up. Republican Representative Thomas Massey drops massive truth bomb about the COVID shots. Um, and his true truth bomb was splattered over uh, Twitter. <clears throat> and this is a legislator. Uh, I'm not sure. Is, is he a senator? I can't. I, I have to look into it. Let me see here. Republic, uh, Republican Representative Thomas Massey, but it doesn't tell you if he is it just says he's a he's a congressman. That's all it says. So I'd have to research it. But he, this is what he said. The covid vaccines were a failure. They failed to prevent the spread of the disease and they became an impediment to developing vaccines that would actually prevent spread. They became an excuse not to develop treatments. They have side effects that weren't disclosed. I'm like, 
right on. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. But you know what? I'm glad he had, thank you, Chuck, the chutzpah to come out and say it publicly. Now, that person will probably be under investigation by Nancy Reptilian Pelosi. (laughs) He'll be the next one called. It is a, hey, you're the next one up on January 6th was right. Come on down, Thomas Massey. Uh, yeah, we are a banana republic. How does that song go? Um, not the lime and the coconut we drank it all of. What's the other one? Uh, the banana song. You know, dog on it. I can't think of it. Oh, anyway, whatever. Uh, it's probably got some dorked up meaning or whatever, and I'm not supposed to make fun of it or what. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, next one up. Hallelujah. All right. Lab rat offspring got rib malfunctions after COVID vaccinations, according to the Moderna trial documents that they, you know, got a hold of through, you know, Freedom of Information Act and all that kind of stuff. Um, The information is flooding out there like crazy. Why isn't that anybody's listening? How come nobody except the the Texas Republican legislative group, how come there aren't more out there making a big old stink about 2000mules.com yet? Do you think they're concerned about the January 6th committee hearings and FBI raiding their houses illegally? Hmm? There was, uh, I forget who it was. Uh, Oh, yeah. It was, um, as I recall, it was um, Bannon, Steve Bannon, who came out and said, it's all scare tactics. That's all this is. It's just a bunch of scare tactics. You know, but I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to jail for nobody's business. Okay. You know, so anyway. So, you know, it, it... the only logical outcome is civil war, which, by the way, if you watch the uh, documentary entitled, uh, you know, um, uh, well, man, please don't let me forget. Um, this was the one uh, that was called um, um, Social Dilemma. Yeah, that was it. I had to remember the keyword social, social media, the social dilemma. I hope it's still available on Netflix, or at least you can go out and get a hold of it, because if you haven't seen it yet, then you have missed one of the most chilling revelations about what's going on and what's been planned and what's happening in real time with the social media and what the master plan, what, what the ultimate outcome is to be which was civil war, which, by the way, that was disclosed by the scientist who created, uh, you know, Facebook, who created Twitter, who created Google, you know, the people that know what's inside the, the, the algorithms. And they do learn they're not true artificial intelligence, but they, they give AI or artificial intelligence the title to just about anything. that ha- any, any computer logic that has the ability to look for a pattern and change what it does, they call it artificial intelligence. That, by its strictest definition, is a misnomer, and it is an inaccurate characterization of what it is. That is it is not artificial intelligence. What that is is it's called a computer program. Anybody who messed around with the TRS-80 back in the 70s knows better than that. But whatever. You know, it's a popular buzzword, and so everybody's like, blah, 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 blah. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. 
American Military News says Putin slams the United States and he makes, quote, doomed world prediction. Russian President Vladimir Putin faulted the United States for prolonging the fighting in the Ukraine on Tuesday and predicted that the world as the United States currently sees it is doomed. So what they're doing is they're, they're looking, they're hunting, they're, fetch, they're, 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 you know, for anything that when, whenever Russia or, you know, Sergei, uh, Sergiu or Sergiu, whenever, in the, the head of their military, when, whenever they make a, a statement and they say, you better back off, we, we have the ability to do this and that and the other thing, you know, because we are prolonging the war. We, we have already destroyed the, the, the Ukraine is completely bankrupt. It, it, it's a dysfunctional plot of land. It's really no more functional than Syria is, really, at this point. Not much more. There's a few little pockets of areas, um, but, you know, it's just not really a functional country. So anyway, all that being said, um, yeah, we're using it as a proxy warrior battlefield to prolong. We, we're attacking. We are We are bombing. We are shooting mortars. We are launching missiles directly at the Russian army and the Chechnyan uh, uh, um, army, which is part of the Russian army. We're doing it. We're there. I, you can look on the Telegram channels. They hold up the when they when they when the Russians come into a particular town that they're going to take over, they start to shell the heck out of it because they know that the Nazis are all over the place. They know where they are. They have intel. Their intel is brilliant, and they're way ahead of them. And they know where they are, and they know that they're inside of certain apartment buildings and things like that. And you know, and it's it's and they use human shields. They use the uh, Russian-speaking people as human shields, and they kill babies and everything else. They torture them. They cut off their body parts and everything else. It's horrible. But anyway, Russia will clear out the you know eventually they'll they'll get them out of there using Chechenian forces, which are experts at uh, what's called uh, urban warfare. And then once they get the Nazis out of the way, then and they, and they rescue the Russian-speaking people that have been held hostage and were being slaughtered uh, by the the Nazis. Uh, then what they do is they uh, they say, well, all we got left is Ukrainian and Nazis inside that building. And then what you see from CNN is, uh, you know, this rebroadcast of this particular apartment building that has been absolutely destroyed and looks like a, nothing but a pile of rubble. And then they say, look what Russia's doing. They're leaving behind scorched earth. <laughs> the Nazis are hiding inside that building. They intend to take the building out. They're, it's absolutely what they're going to do. But we so, – so what happens is when Russia goes in and they take out a particular town because they're freeing their Russian-speaking people from being slaughtered by the Nazis, what they do then is um, – uh, you know, th- then – in the meantime – they take. They they know that they got Nazis in this building. They know the Chechenian forces has, have cleared the building, got out the Russian speaking speaking people. Then they know that there's you know Azov battalion, uh, you know Ukrainian Nazi soldiers inside there. Then they take out the building. Then they go in and they clean up the mess. When they go in and they clean up the mess, what are they finding? CIA agent credentials. They're finding United States Special Forces credentials. We're over there fighting the war side by side with the inept Azov Battalion because they're almost taken completely out by Russia. We're attacking Putin directly, and he knows it. Of course he's going to come out and warn. And you know what? We don't know when... The button has been pushed 
to the point where he says, ah, the heck with it. I'm going to take out NATO. One Somat 2 missile with its nine, I believe it's nine, uh, multiple uh, independent re-entry vehicles, each one of those with the explosive power enough to take out an entire skyscraper, okay, uh, can fly across Europe at hypersonic speeds that such that it cannot be intercepted by anything that exists. And its multiple uh, independent re-entry vehicles are also hypersonic, and they can be pre-programmed to take out every NATO headquarters across the entire continent of Europe with one missile. You got it? And guess who's the strongest country in the world? The two strongest countries in the world right now, economically, in every possible manner of the word, in trade, in GDP, uh, all that. Russia and China. Boy, Jack Van Empey nailed it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Russia warns of direct military clash with the United States. Of course they are. It says the continued confrontation between the two powers could lead to an unpredictable results. Russia's United States am, uh, embassy warns. Washington's behavior on the world stage risks direct conflict between the nuclear states, the Russian uh, embassy in the United States has warned. Today, the United States continues to act with no regard to other countries' security or interest, which contributes to an increase in nuclear risk, the embassy stated in, 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 on their Telegram channel, which you can believe is being monitored, and they knew it was. Yeah, but anyway, uh, but it's by design. <laughs> it's exactly what the Antichrist and his little robotic reptilian, you know, pants-pooping friend in the White House is, you know, it's, it's all happening right now. You heard what he said. I played it for you in the beginning here, you know, in, in the beginning of the news section. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And off we go into more. <laughs> The Epic Times reports China is increasing its nuclear arsenal with the largest military buildup in history, according to the United States Indo-Pacific Commander. Anybody who would expect anything otherwise, well, they need really serious psychiatric help. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, you know, I don't know. But anyway. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. United States conducts test of Miniman 3 ICBM. There's a little typo here. ICBM to demonstrate its readiness readiness of the nuclear forces. So not only are we really making Moscow angry, not only are we using our own special forces people to attack our own special forces, our own missile systems, our own uh, uh, long range. Um, uh, you know, they have all kinds of fancy names for a lot of these things that I don't know very well. But I, I you know, they've actually got these like, like giant cannons that roll on like tank treads and they're like movable like i don't know but they, these things are vicious but anyway we we're sending all kinds of equipment over there now we're, we're running low but that's exactly what they want they want us to be a lame duck walking around holding our legs oh no we can barely function because guess what they're trying to start World War III, and one of the best ways to do it is to completely disable your enemy, which in, in, by definition is the United States and NATO, right? They're, well, what they're doing is they're disabling them. They're destroying them through the sanctions. <laughs> so, but you know what? I kind of think deep down inside that Putin kind of knows this already. Now, if they really make him mad, he might just say, ah, the heck with it. I'm going to roll right across here. You know, he wouldn't have to roll across Europe, but he would definitely go into Turkey. That would make total sense. <clears throat> 
Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. North Korean fires two cruise missiles, according to the media. And it goes, North Korea fired two cruise missiles off of its west coast in the Yellow Sea on Wednesday. A South Korean military source told the Yonhap News Agency, which is the news agency of the South Korean government. All right. And evidently it's in retaliation to some war games and drills that they have going on over there. That always make makes Kim Jong-un so happy <laughs> that he turns into Rocket Man. Rocket Man. You know, that whole thing. Whatever. Praise God. Um, and finally, uh, last couple ones. Uh, European Union electricity costs double. Another one, Thailand South rocked by wave of bombs and arson attacks. So they've got rebellions, bombs, arsons uh, taking place in Thailand, which happens every once in a while. Listen to this. Hacker News reports that the new evil uh, uh, PLC attack weaponizes PLCs, those are uh, uh, logic controllers, uh, to breach uh, the, the uh, OT, operational technologies, and enterprise networks. Now, what, what i got to warn you about now, folks is that this new uh, PLC attack that they're, worry, that they're warning the whole world about. Um, do you know what these connect to? These, these connect to SCADA systems. These connect to the water supply systems of the country. These connect to the electrical power grid control systems of the country. When this evil – so this, this really is announcing that there is a new evilware attack. By the way, they actually have a name for it called Evil PLC. Okay, and, uh, and uh, they are uh, warning the world, look out. And the saddest thing of all is that the state government agencies that run the water reclamation facilities, uh, you know, the, um, uh, the dams, um, the, um, you know, the electrical grid and stuff like that, they're some of the poorest government agencies in the world. So while they're signing like 50 quadrillion, uh, you know, dollars worth of, you know, stimulus bills that are so thick that 500 lawyers in three years couldn't read them all, uh, you know, and you know that they got evil, seething, creepy, satanic, evil stuff inside there. You know they do. That's how they do it. Okay. And, and you know, but we don't know what's in there and we're never going to find out. We're never going to find out. All right. So, uh, but yeah, they're, they're, but but yeah, our water systems, our dam control systems, our uh, power grid control systems, all of that stuff, vulnerable. So it was already vulnerable, but now it's like super duper vulnerable. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And and I will remind you that in 2013 there was a National Geographic special broadcast across Babylon the Great, uh, and it was entitled. American blackout. And if you don't remember it, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, if you were unable to see it, I'm also sorry to hear it. Uh, but it was about a doomsday scenario uh, where, uh, um, you know, evil hackers hacked into the urban, ur- urban infrastructures, uh, like in a science. I mean, we bottom line is it, it shows you a real world depiction of what it would be like living when the power grid goes down. Now, some of the critics of the American blackout series or movie, uh, stated that they didn't do a good enough job showing the murder, chaos, rape, and mayhem. So basically it was a PG-13 version of what's going to happen. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. A cannibal solar storm is heading for the Earth at this time. A series of explosions on the sun could lead to a cannibal solar storm headed for the Earth. In recent days, the sun... I don't know what the cannibal thing is. What does that mean? Two coronal mass... Oh, two... 
because there's two giant coronal mass ejections happening at the same time. Oh, and that sat and, and there they, there is a high level of likelihood that satellites will be interrupted. So those of you driving around with your Google Maps, get ready. <laughs> you might find yourself at Joe's Veterinarian Service on the opposite side of town. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lightning bolt over Oklahoma shoots 50 miles into the sky. One of the listeners of the show sent me a, a mini video. This tree was a monster. <laughs> I mean, to me, it looked like a baby sequoia. And it came down and crashed on their cars. So, But look at this, 50 miles in the sky. This is like a huge lightning bolt. They actually caught it on film. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole Planet X messing with the magnetosphere of the Earth. And, yes, I highly recommend that you get the TV series Impact. Not Deep Impact. Impact. And watch it because you will see what the Earth is going to be like when a brown dwarf gets close enough. All right, praise God, Planet X is out there already. It's here. Asteroid bigger than the Leaning Tower of Pizza to make close approach to the Earth. And then it says that the NASA's DART spacecraft will be tested when it comes. Um, uh, Because the NASA's DART um, spacecraft system is what's known as a planetary defense system. I think it's f- absolutely fantastically fascinating that Pine Gap in Australia, which is the equivalent of the NSA supercomputers in Utah, which is the inc- the equivalent of the GCRC in the United Kingdom, uh, happens to have a big sign out front by the, the main entrance that says, For the Defense of Earth. I'm like, man, you could have said for the defense of democracy. You could have said for the defense of uh, little old ladies who have COVID. You could have said anything, but they said for the defense of Earth. And it's like, McFly, McFly, is anybody paying attention here? Hallelujah. Next one up. Here's the, here's another one. Major tsunami hitting major cities in or near the Mediterranean Sea is not a question of if, but when. Another one, multiple fatalities and cars swept away as severe flooding hits Sonoro, Mexico. Praise God. Another one, floods in Paris are hit by nearly monthly rainfall that took place in 90 minutes. People are walking downstairs inside buildings covered with water, probably going into subways, but whatever. The next one, crop failures are now at crisis levels worldwide as the United Nations declares a war on fertilizer. You can't use fertilizer. Can't use fertilizer. Do not use fertilizer. Do not use it. If you use fertilizer, you're going to put carbon dioxide up in the air. I mean, it's just amazing, the stuff that's going on right now. The, again, the Netherlands, the farmers are having revolts. They're they're taking their combines, driving them into town, and they're shooting like grain, grain, tons of grain, all over the police. <laughs> I think it's kind of brilliant. All right, next one up. Praise God. The water roll wars in the United States are about to explode as tensions grow over lack of water, dealing for the shrinking of the Colorado River, which, by the way, they take, took an aerial photograph of that. and Boy, that's alarming. Wow. Where's the water going? <laughs> it's like amazing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Biden signs an expansive health, climate, and tax law, which I basically mentioned earlier, which we know beyond any shadow of a doubt, that is full of all kinds of sinister Orwellian rules and laws that use doublespeak to get them through 
to the people who never really paid any attention to what was in it and just wanted to shake hands with their evil counterparts on the other side. <laughs> Welcome to the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. Hey, let's go call Klaus and get a pat on the back, shall we? Anyway, on that note, let's bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. Hey, Brother Robert, sorry I ran over the 930 thing by 10 minutes, but the apocalyptic, I'm still playing the game of catch-up with the apocalyptic news since the studio got taken out by that lightning bolt. But anyway, uh, uh, thank you for understanding. You're always very super awesomely cool. And uh, I just want to be quiet, take a break, get myself a bubbly, and I want you to comment on all the weirdness that's going on out there and just put a spin on it, kind of an Illuminati, different, you know, a viewpoint on a lot of the stuff you're seeing happening uh, that, uh, you know, that many of us may not have even considered. Praise God. So I'm turning the mic over to you. Uh, take off, run with it, and let me drink my bubbly, and then I'll, I'll get together with you in a little bit. I'll be, I'll be able to hear you. I'm just going to run across the room and grab a bubbly. I'll talk to you soon. But anyway, God bless you, brother. The microphone is yours. What's going on? All right, good evening, John, and thank you, Bubbly, and yeah, okay, I will take over. Do I have 24 hours? Seen all the weird things going on. Yeah, one of the good news I heard at least yesterday, of course, was that uh, Lizard Cheney finally lost the seat, so that's a good start, and I hope that the American people will choose in October or November, with kicking out the rest of the rhinos in the Congress and Senate among the GOP, and that I also will kick out most of the Democrats out there, because a lot of them are pedophiles, among other things. So, yeah, that's a good news to hear what's going on. And, yeah, around the world, there's a lot going on. The war, of course, in the Ukraine, what is a total disaster for the West? And, and not not to mention for the Ukraine, of course, because there's nothing left of that country, as you already mentioned before. It is now like uh, Syria and other uh, war-torn countries, sadly enough. But then they were run by Nazis. And yeah, to come back on on the history, of course, with the Ukraine, what most people probably know, unless they've heard it in history. Is, is that the, the neo-Nazis in the Ukraine going coming back before the Second World War, during the invasion of uh, the Nazi Germany in the Ukraine, the Nazis were supported by a neo-Nazi uh, group of white, national, na- white nationalists in the Ukraine that helped to kill off in less than a month over 30,000 Ukrainian Jews. So, yeah, the whole neo-Nazi movement was already there, and it is still running, unfortunately, uh, the Ukraine. So now the West, who is on the side, of course, against uh, Russia, is now supporting neo-Nazis. It seems we have nothing learned since the Second World War. We fought against Nazis, and now we're supporting them. Oh, my, oh, my. How, how strange can the world be? 
uh, don't even get me started, of course, with what they're doing to our kids now in school. I would advise to every parent, at least who is able to do this, to do homeschooling, because the things that your kid now being taught, it's just to be sorry for words what comes from the Tavistock Institute in the 1990s when they started to bring in, in the school system, the whole social justice warrior uh, ideology. As I may have mentioned before, I was brought in in September 95. I think it was September 18th. And they pulled out an altar in me who was a female altar who was created as a bio recorder. And she was sitting in on this 13-hour uh, conversation between the different scientists and other members of the elite, but their plan was for the next 30 plus years. So yeah, one of the one of the things was about the whole ideology about the social justice movement and what came out of it, what we see now happening in which the whole transgender movement was not an outgrow out of it. It is so insane. I always said to myself, if I would have had kids, I would have homeschooled them anyway. Uh, but if there are parents out there and they have the possibility to do homeschooling, I certainly would advise them to do that because their kids are going to be completely poisoned with what is going on in the schools and how they are being brainwashed as being victims among other things, especially if you're white, then you are the suppressor. If you call it, then you are the victim and all that BS. And it is it is so insane and so much going on at the moment. Of course, the Illuminati is aiming on a global war because that is part of Satan's agenda in order to get rid of the uh, part of the population that are being seen as useless eaters. Among others, among others, especially if you have to believe groups as the World Economic Forum, who take their orders from the Bilderberg Group, among others. So yeah, that uh, there's a lot that's going to be on our way, and Europe, I believe, kind of be kind of be in kind of heat for a possible nuclear war. Mostly now, I, I get, if I have to make a, a chance, it's probably ninety-five percent. I don't think Wales, where I am, will be within the target zone, but certainly England and and other countries, the U.S. One of the reasons that I don't live in a city, as I remember what was told, is that any city over one million people is a possible target for nuclear attack. So that, that yeah, is the one of the reasons. Your You're not safe. Yes. You need, you, is, you need to go back true. and refresh your memory. You need to go back and watch the Jericho TV series. You need to watch what happens when the nuclear fallout. Because after the bomb yes. goes off from 100 miles away, it's going to go up into the clouds, all the nuclear radiation. Yes. It's going to link in the clouds and those clouds are going to move over your house in Wales and it's going to rain down and you're going to like yes. lay on the ground that is, that is true. have blisters yes. in pain puke till you die so if I yes. was going to take that a is, short, I'd rather true, be ground zero I mean, <laughs> okay but I, 
You know, yeah, that would okay. be a ground zero. I want to like vaporize and go, hey, Jesus, is that you? <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> right on. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are, right, you are right. You are right in, in on that level, yes. But the, the things that are awaiting humanity is, is beyond the horror movie, what they have planned. And, and then there's a continu- continuation of this so-called uh, liberation. What is such a crap? And the money that has been poured into, well, that money could have been used to help the soldiers that came back from uh, the wars that are now left on their own. Instead, they're placing now uh, legal aliens into hotels. It's the same here in the oh UK. Oh, my gosh, it's that's right. No, it's the homeless people. Did you hear that? They're um, in Los Angeles. They're putting I don't know what the status is of it, and they'll probably come out with a follow up uh, headline. But I believe in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, I saw it on the news. Um, well, I saw it on a, in a on a video news clip. And um, as I recall, I think it was Los Angeles that they are putting legislation forth that requires hotels every night or, you know, on a daily basis to take any of the rooms that are not being rented out and give them to homeless people to use. Oh, my and the God. Hotels, so the the hotels, you're talking about like, you know, Rich Carlton's and Hilton's. Yeah. You know, I can tell you from traveling a lot, um, you know, I, that is just Okay, like in my Christian capacity, one time I decided to – I just felt overwhelmed with compassion, and I knew where some homeless people were hanging out, a good group of them. So I went down, and I, I, I thought to myself, you know, hey, I'm going to go down offer them, you know, a, a shower, you know, get cleaned up, you know, do the Christian thing. But you know what? The, the days that we live in today, these are different days. That's a dangerous yeah. thing to do nowadays. So I'm just letting you know that you can you got to be really careful. That you know that your heart sometimes can get the best of you, and you can make you really do, bad if decisions. If you do it now, if you do it now, you give one finger and they take your both hands. I don't want to be mean, but well, I, yeah, as you said, I, I, the, the, guy, the one now, guy, that, the guy that took me up on it actually turned out to be a pretty nice guy, I guess. Um, and he definitely did take take advantage of, of the shower and all that kind of stuff, which was good. Uh, and and also to, to, to sleep to in his bedroom. But listen, 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 listen. All right, so then, but the one thing that creeped me out is he pulled out of his pocket some kind of strange substance and started smoking it in the room. And I'm like, okay, oh what did God. he bring in the house? Okay, so anyway, that that's the end of my story, and I was happy that he went away. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, okay, you're lucky because next time they could bring others with them, yeah, because they say you gave me the offer, and before you know, you got a whole group of them. And but what are you doing in, in on your own against the whole group of them? Oh, oh, I didn't tell it, you. I didn't tell you. What the next thing had happened? So get this. So in and they. And by the way, this is part of the satanic control grid plan. It's part of the mind control plan. Believe me, it's part of the plan, the takedown plan. So the social services of the United States has, under Obama, made it so that all homeless people can have their own cellular phones. 
paid for for free from the taxpayer's dollars. Oh, my God. Now, you, you, so what, here's what happened. <laughs> so this guy was some kind of like leader of the homeless tribe. <laughs> so he's like calling my phone like over and over again. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, you're right, Robert. What you're saying is right, because you're because it was like, well, anyway, I knew what, what one thing would lead to another thing would lead to another. And next thing you know, I'd have the bleeds here. And oh, my gosh. So I just like blocked the call and he went away eventually. But, you know, I, I I meant to do nothing but good. But, man, you got to watch, you know, to your point, it's very, very dangerous nowadays. Especially now even more than when it was in your case. And there, 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 there was another thing, but I think Lauren or Esme's uh, was last year with uh, Dr. Carlson. He did a thing about the homeless. And apparently the L.A. Council of the L.A. City bought a whole complex uh, that was just built for $50 million. And they put all the homeless in and they used the money that was meant for this COVID. How long do you think with the homeless people that those apartments that each had a street market of between four hundred and five hundred thousand dollars how do you how for how long do you think that those apartments stay in one piece? And it's such an insanity. What is going on? And because a lot of those people who live on the streets, especially the ones on the drugs and all, they have they have no responsibility and even what what it all means and. And the value of it, it is such an insanity that the whole, that the, that the government bought this whole new tower complex with each apartment uh, a worth of fifty five hundred million five hundred thousand dollars a half a million. It, it is such an insanity. And well, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened when uh, the film? Did you see the films, the live videos, of the um, housing that the? Now I'm not saying this is 100% of the Ukrainians that left uh, the western part of the Ukraine, but they I saw a some kind of a documentary special or whatever, and they were going into pol- various. Um, I don't know, apartment buildings or whatever where they were housing the refugees from western Ukraine. And there were like entire walls ripped out, Nazi swastikas on the walls painted in red. I mean, they wow. they destroyed those buildings. So if those they, – they utterly, utterly destroyed. Yes. Yeah, it's – that country is now a complete wasteland. Uh, it was a beautiful country once upon a time to visit as a tourist for a few weeks, but it's yeah, now utterly waste. Yeah. It is now like Syria, sadly enough, and and the yeah. the Western yeah. Illuminati uh, and the and the countries they control they will prolong it. They will do nothing to shorten the war because the war machine need to be fed. Plain and simple. So, so was uh, um, was it, was the creepy Cheney daughter? Was she shapeshifter? Yes, and she, she also took over. She's very she, yes, and 
And she also took over her father's role as an MK Ultra programmer as well. Oh, great. Well, I'm glad they got rid of her for now anyways. But she'll just go and, create havoc and people and somewhere else. On, and she is on the board of uh, Riton, the arms uh, manufacturer. Who? She is on their board as well. On uh, Riton, uh, what are you? On right the board down. of directors. Okay. Okay. Is one of the arms uh, manufacturers. So, yes, he is one of those warmongers among the rhinos that want an everlasting boar. Yeah, Rayton or right. whatever the company is called is one of the bigger manufacturers in the U.S. But uh, you're, not saying Ray- you're not saying Raytheon, are you? Yes. Could be, yes. Okay, so you, so you mean Raytheon. Yeah, they are one of the very, very yes. largest of all. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, Raytheon. And uh, she's also on their board as well. So, But at least, thank God, uh, Wyoming got now someone that A, comes from there and hopefully will care more for the people over there, all the cowboy folks. Yeah. Than uh, this uh, lizard who never cared for them, and it is such an insanity. And I people that live in Wyoming don't care about nothing but herding their cattle, riding horses, you know, being left alone. You know, like Alberta, Canada. You know, (laughs) yeah, they're just you know, you know what I mean. Just a whole different life in that part of the world. Yeah, kind of that I wish they deserve someone of their own that at least care for the state. And not someone that has never lived there. Have you so, heard, by the way, that Sarah, Sarah Palin is trying to get back in? Oh yeah, I know Sarah Palin. I know that was about it. You know, it's, that uh, was about one of the most. It was one of the most historically humiliating events of the existence. You know, McCain. First and foremost, McCain was seeding evil. He was carrying yeah. suitcases of cash over to the leaders of ISIS. The United States of America created ISIS. Okay, we created them. That's why they had British-speaking guys in black hoods chopping people's heads off, because they were British. Okay, they were British special operations personnel. Okay, we created them. We put them in power. Okay, that's what we do. We create proxy armies of dark, evil groups or whatever that you know and then we go over and take suitcases of millions of dollars and we give them money and then they go out and buy like a hundred toyotas and a bunch of machine guns and drive all around and cut people's heads off Uh, but that was mccain was behind all of that um uh and so so of course palin comes along and she's like i think alaska is like i don't know i know it's a little cold and I'm not sure where it's located, but you know, it's like, oh man. But you know, yeah. yeah what are you gonna do? I I know, and uh, yes, and then she was talking about how she could see Russia from her backyard and all that. <laughs> yes, uh, sounds like Pelosi, who apparently said her parents told if you dig deep in the sand in California, then you will come out be- in. Uh, She's not human, is she? Hmm? I don't think Pelosi as well. Okay, yeah, I thought no, so. No, she, yeah, she's another I, reptile. I thought so. Yeah. But it it's, seems it's like so in, they are what? so out of touch with all of them. It's so insane. It, it really is. And I certainly hope 
of course, the damsels still do anything that they can by probably calling out uh, a martial law of some sort for medical reasons. That is, if the people will fall for it in order so that they can uh, Have suppress you been the vote the, by mail encoding. I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling you haven't been paying close attention to the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of American patriot groups on Telegram and sometimes on public websites and sometimes on Twitter. Telling, they're, they're actually coming. They're very vocal. It is time for civil war. It is time for civil war. It is time for civil that is in war. The, that is, yes, it is up in the air. Question is only when. But uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was. Yeah, that was one of the things that was already planned, of course. Uh, but nonetheless, it is sad when it happens. But it is meant to happen, sadly enough. And yes. That is why they try eh, to make sure that people don't get get bullets and all the other things. And that's why the government tried to, to buy suddenly all the bullets out there. because And suddenly now also, of course, the IRS has another addition of, what was it I heard, 78,000 new inspectors that are allowed to wear. 87,000 armed. <laughs> okay. I don't know about y'all. But my brother-in-law was an accountant, okay? And they to become an accountant, you really sort of kind of have to have a special personality. So when you see a caricature of, a, of an accountant-type personality on a TV show, and they show you like basically a, a version of George uh, uh, Costanza on Seinfeld, okay? So you got what you got to imagine here is like – 87,000 George Costanzas with, 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 like, with like sport coats on carrying a pistol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right, man. These shapeshifters, they, they, there's something the matter with them, man. They, I mean, oh, anyway, so whatever. It's just insane. Oh, it's just guys, because if I, am, if I think the one that you mentioned, that character had also, like ourselves, a bow tie always on. So yeah, you can imagine then uh, <laughs> type like that, but it is yeah, so I, can, I can see him coming up to the door. Think about it. Think about it. Can you imagine? You know, okay, try this out. Try this on. George Costanza with a with a sport coat and a bow tie, carrying a four, carrying a probably a nine millimeter. Okay, coming up to your house, and he goes up to the house of you know the average guy that lives in Wyoming, chewing a toothpick and herds cattle all cattle all day long. You know the kind of guy, the, the kind of guy that you know sees he's a muskrat, whips out and is his six shooter and just goes pop and bang. You know and and and. And then and up comes George Costanza up to his door and says, yeah. I'm here to audit you. I mean, that guy's going to come out of the house and swing one time, and that Costanza-looking character is going to go flying through the air <laughs> and, like, rolling across the yard. I mean, it's it's just the whole concept is absolutely – I'm sorry, I but know, there are just aren't subscribe. The only reason, no, yeah, the real reason is that they're going to go after uh, Everett uh, Joe. And, and because you cannot tell me that you got about over 87,000 billionaires in the U.S. 
You cannot tell me that there are that many billionaires in the U.S. or multimillionaires, for that matter. Uh, no, no, it's they are. It, it, it's really kind of out in the open by now. They already know that the tar- the primary target, believe it or not, is I, I did a lot of reading on this. Um, um, so straight to the point, the primary target of these 87,000 IRS agents, believe it or not, is 5013C corporations. And so that's basically churches. What, what it is is they have what's called tax-exempt status. But in order for them to have tax-exempt status, they have to strictly adhere to a group of very, again, strict rules. And if they're not adhering to those rules, then the IRS agents can essentially shut them down. So can you imagine? Because the 5013C organizations are typically churches, uh, you know, and 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 I'm, you know, a lot of them are. Well, anyway, the the point I'm making is, what better a way for Satan himself to shut down thousands of churches? Because that's what yes. happens. If they go in and they do an audit of a 5013C organization, by the way, that audit will include them looking at what was taught in the sermons, because they're not allowed to talk about anything about the government. If you're 5013C, you cannot say vote for Trump. Can't do it against the law. So, um, so anyway, uh, long story short, I really believe it is Satan's direct tactic. Because, I mean, think about it. You know this. You know this. Satan himself materializes as he shapeshifts. Paul said uh, even Satan himself, you know, manifests himself as as an angel of light. That's shapeshifting. Yeah, okay, and he then um, and then. He, he comes down to earth looking like a really good man, just like on the series called Lucifer on Fox, on the on the Fox channel, you know, the Fox TV channel. Never seen that series. That, that's, I want you to know, folks, that that is very real. Okay, so that's not like some mock-up about Satan, okay? That's pretty much what the guy looks like when he shapes no, us he and he's a human. He can transform in a, in a beautiful human. Uh, oh, in yeah, male. absolutely. So, so yeah, beautiful. that's... Uh, Beautiful human, and he, and he does mail. And the other thing is, according to Elaine in the book, he came to set the captives free. She had sex with him, and uh, kids, close your ears. Kids, get out of the room. Out of the room, quick. <laughs> okay. She had, um, uh, she had, uh, what do they call it? Copulative activities with the man. But anyway, at the, uh, but when that happened, then he turned, he unshapeshifted, and turned into his. Seething, ugly, foul, loathsome, real self. And when she saw that, she freaked, <laughs> as she said in her book I in, had, in that part I of the I had to know with my pedophile abuses like George Bush Sr. and Dick Cheney, especially Cheney, who always raped me before a mirror, and then I found shapeshift in his reptilian form during the rape. And not to mention, yes, not to mention, his his man part was already big in in the human form, so let alone when he shapeshifted into a nine feet of white uh, reptilian with wings. So, yeah, that, uh, and he is apparently still alive, I think, because apparently he came out with an 
video clip for his daughter or something, I think, last week. So that that moron is still alive. Um, yeah, no, no, we well, wait a Kissinger, man. You know Kissinger is a shapeshifter. Now, check it out. Yeah. So if I type in Kissinger yeah. warns, on, and here's the headline. Henry Kissinger comes out, and he is... Henry Kissinger warns the United States against changing its one-China policy. He explains that he's concerned that the United States will end up into an endless confrontation and war. Now then, this, uh, the colloquialism for this is the pot calling the kettle black. All that is is satanic disinformation where he's coming out on purpose to tell people that are underneath him in the hierarchy of darkness what they're planning on doing. All right? So you can call it prophetic, or you can just call it insider information. But he is one of them, and he's coming out and warning everybody that this, that, and the other thing is going to happen. Well, he darn sure knows it's going to happen because he know, he's in on it. He's in on it. That's like Tony Soprano coming out you know, with a public microphone and saying, you know, this representative over here, if he makes the decisions he's thinking about making, it could result in an assassination. And then Tony tells one of his captains to go shoot him. That's exactly how Kissinger is. Anyway, what a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, they, when these guys are coming out of the woodwork and they're not slithering around in some deep, dark, um, underground catacomb under the Vatican you know, doing what they do. Um, uh, when they come out of the woodwork and start making public announcements, first off, how old is Kissinger? Like 5,000 years old? He's like older than the queen, this guy. He should have been dead like 30 years ago. I mean, what what is he doing alive? You know, it just it's just mind-bending. I don't even I don't get it. Yes, they, uh, in order to, to still be alive, he must take a lot of human blood of children because that at least they seem to believe it rejuvenate everything, but of course everything is an illusion in the end. But nonetheless, yeah, they will, they won't escape in the end their their uh, their fate when they eventually die. They are only alive, but still God allowed them to be alive, no matter what they think. They are so delusional to think that they can escape God, and that is another thing. Why they pushes the whole uh, transhumanist agenda eh, that they try also to force upon uh, humans that you can download your consciousness into an avatar body uh, and, and things and that insanity on, on itself. Have you been watching the series uh, Westworld, or have you heard of it? I don't have it. I I don't I haven't heard of it. I have not watched it. I have no idea what you're talking about, and it might be a UK thing because there's a lot of things over in the UK we don't see over here. No, they talk in the movie you see about it's West World. It's I think they are Did now you in say the West season. In, can you spell the first word? No, wait a minute. This is this is happening now. This is live. Yes, it's actually being. Oh yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, West World. You had in the. 70s movie, Westworld, they made now a TV series about it. It's now in the fourth season, and they talk about old tech because, yeah, cloning, that was mainly done for MK Ultras like myself, the ones that were born in the 60s, 
until the the 80s because from the 80s the MK Ultra programming took place and were removed from the physical into the astral realm. So the cloning was not necessarily that much anymore because when they they cloned me in order, if I was brought to the underground dumps for days, weeks or months at the time for the programming, they then placed a clone into my school, into my boarding school. And I remember a few times where, because in boarding school, I was into uh, various sports, I was lacrosse, field hockey, fencing, uh, among other sports. And I had complaints about my uh, teammates. Why did you suck today? Uh, why, why did you suck last week? And you're now much better than the, than the weeks before. So yeah, the head of the clones are all made, not always good in certain things as you are doing. But in the in the West world, they're using clones, uh, they're cloning and things like that. I'm only in the second season, so I haven't seen the end of the season three and four yet. As my counselor mentioned, because I got a new counselor, she was the one that mentioned to me about the series. So we started to watch the first two seasons. It plays in the uh, in the Wild West. In season three or four, it just plays to the modern day world, uh, and you see more what's going on further down the line. But uh, the, the seasons is still certainly quite open. What is going on in the series? It's about an amusement park in which the elite elite can come and they can play out their the wildest fantasies with no consequences because they can kill a clone and there are no consequences if they would kill a human being of course in the, it would have a consequence uh, so I wouldn't be even surprised that there are even amusement parks like this as in the series in the real life in which the elite can go and do whatever they want what they can do in the real world but the concept of the series is quite interesting to see what is going on out there and of course when you clone a body it's only a moment uh when you clone a body let's say at a certain age depending on the mindset the mindset of the body if the body is completely healthy or it got mental illness or physical illness that all will be stored within the clone and now yeah we have seen that of course with the clones of various politicians as we saw with the clones of uh, Biden, uh, the Hillary Clinton clones, etc. But that I would advise for people that want to know more about it, yeah, to take a look at series like Westworld, because it would be for a lot of people eye-opening uh, in in the subject as cloning that we talk about in your shows. So what was with the whole Hillary, Hillary Clinton satanic shaking thing that she was doing there all the time? What was that all about? You know when she was like convulsing all the time, like what, what was that? It could it could it could be that a glitch in in the system of the clone. That could be. Could also be that she had that she already that the physical. Hillary may have epileptic uh, seizures 
in the normal system, and when you clone that, I got epilepsy, or our, I got epilepsy as the core, Robert, but it also seemed to affect my protector, Lauren, Esme. It doesn't affect James when he is out, but it seemed to affect some of my alters when they are out in the physical body. So if you got, let's say, the core, who they clone, and it could go over into the clones. So if she got like seizures, and if that is witnessed by, in this case, by people, out, outsiders, it could be that the original Hillary, or the uh, or the body that was cloned, had maybe like seizures. And that could come so, out now and then, the, the, depending on, on certain circumstances. But it could what is the primary be, uh, purpose? I'm sorry to ask, I didn't mean to step on you, but what is the primary purpose of a secret space program? What, why did they, what, what did they do it for? Now, there, there are various programs. Uh, the, the U.S. Navy, they were approached since the 50s by the Nordics and against the, the Rapillians. And there are various factions within our military that work against each other because of their alignment. So when we take the U.S. Navy a secret uh, program, who worked with the Nordic, they were fighting against the Dracos and all that. But you could even ask yourself, on, it may look that they fight on, on the surface against each other, but it could have been for the same token that it could have been just a game of the bad cop, good cop situation. What may look on the surface that they are opposing each other, but behind the scene they are controlled by the same force of Lucifer. And different countries take a different space programs. And apparently it is said that the ones that working uh, in the same space program that Gary or Corey Good talked about, uh, that, they, that they are also the ones that work with China, at least that is what I heard. But I'm not sure how much I can trust this because Gory Good to me is still an MK Ultra survivor. You cannot survive uh, the trauma what is inflicted uh, on 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 MK Ultra like himself uh, without being uh, completely healed as he claimed to be. So I don't trust the information that comes from him and others from this secret space program, including Salah, uh, Michael Salah, who is to me one of the Illuminati operators who uh, claim to be on the side of the whistleblowers. I have seen Michael Salas at rituals, unless it was a clone, but I have seen him in the 70s and 80s at rituals, this person. So as a survivor, I know he seemed to do good work according to some people, but... Personally, I have my doubt about him, but I but I know by what I have witnessed. And uh, the, the whole thing with the secret space program, to me, all of them, they, they seem to play this game of good cop and, and bad cop. They all, for a majority of them. Hey, folks, 
just to give you guys an idea out there, re, so you can see it with your own eyes, because it's not. It's pretty easy to notice if your eyes are trained and you know what you're looking for. But I'm going to give you an example of amazing. Go to Google, all right, and type in Project Pegasus, all right, and hit enter. And your entire screen is going to fill up with the uh, series, the Marvel Cinematic Series from Marvel, you know, Mar the Marvel stuff. You know, it's a, you know, that whole collection of stuff that they got on Disney now, on the Disney Channel. But anyway, um, it, it it's all about Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Project Pegasus in the Marvel series. Everything you see, every single site, going all the way down the first page, the second page, the third page, that's all you see. You go over to DuckDuckGo, you type the same two words, Project Pegasus, and it says Project Pegasus, time travel and teletransportation. Project Pegasus, uh, DARPA. Front, uh, uh, and it has Michael Ruark, who evidently also knows about Project Pegasus from DARPA. And then you've got the Project Pegasus and time travel interviews with Andrew Basiago, uh, who's actually yes. a lawyer. But uh, but has been was used for quite quite some time uh, in Project Pegasus, which I believe was I one know. of the offshoot programs from Montauk, wasn't it? Yes, and project. Montauk and got project, shut down, project and then Pegasus Talon. came in. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, and also Project Talon. What do you know about Pegasus? you know about Pegasus? Tell us what you know, man. About Pegasus. Uh, this is, it is Dar. It is Darpa's version. Uh, Montauk has it. Uh, the Air Force that run uh, Montauk. They had a time travel uh, project. And uh, other agencies started their own, and, Dar and DARPA came up with their own version, and that was, in this case, in this case, Pegasus. And I think they mentioned even that Obama was connected with it, if I recall. Uh, the early, the younger Obama, who was connected with DARPA as well. If I recall the interview of uh, this my this lawyer, uh, what is his name again? Um, Andrew, Andrew Basiak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. he mentioned frequently Obama, and uh, but DARPA created its own uh, time travel project. They even went back, I think, to the time of the revolution. I think. If I recall, so yeah, I don't know. People, I yes, don't know. I, take a I, look I, in. Yeah, that's people why I'm asking. I'm not, I, also, no, yeah, I, I mean, it's all David over the Wilcox internet. Like, I, he, talks about it. David Wilcox talks about everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I will, I, I will, I will hand David Wilcox one congratulations. His David Wilcox's uh, uh, documentary that he has on um, that gone it. I don't know if it's Prime, uh, Prime Video. I want to try Prime Video first, and because um, this is something everybody should see. He actually did a really is good job this? on this. Um, uh, let me just is type in Wilcox. Something mid disclosure. Nope. 
It's not. Um, it's called Above Majestic. That's it. D- David Wilcox oh, one, yeah. is. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, if, you, yeah, if you, folks, if you haven't seen the documentary Above Majestic, that's hosted by David Wilcox. I don't know. He may, he might have even funded it because he's been out talking on the circuit about aliens now for like forever, and people pay to hear yes. him talk. And um and anyway um and uh yeah the I kudos kudos super duper kudos to above majestic because in my personal opinion it's probably the very very best and most comprehensive compilation of alien entities and alien realities that are occurring right now on planet Earth. Okay, now, of course, he does not, and neither do hardly anybody really, perceive them as affiliated with Satan or any of that kind of stuff uh, because they just don't know the whole story. But but what they do know is very impressive. So you get this like, I mean, it's riveting. He did a really good job with Above Majestic because I already knew the stuff that he was talking about. I'd already studied it, researched it, read about it, knew about the different yeah, species and all the other. When things. I was yeah, when I was uh, brought on board motherships, I saw so all reptilians and Nordics all in one mothership. So yeah. To say to me, or it to say, oh yeah, the all Nordics are all uh, the good guys, and the reptilians are all the bad guys. Sorry, the universe doesn't work like that. There is so much gray in between, uh, and overlaps. There's so uh, many gray aliens in between. What did you say? I'm no, sorry. Did I mean, you say there were gray so, aliens? No, there is, there is so so much gray area in between. Alien. Gray aliens everywhere, I know. No, they're, they're, no, they're gray, everywhere. It, yes, but I mean, there's, <laughs> there is such a gray area in between uh, both sides to say that once this is only evil and that is only good. There's so much gray in between. So, yeah, to say that all Nordics are all good and they had their interest in us. And to say all reptilians are evil, yeah, that is such an insanity to say that. So, so I would be careful to to make that distinction. Uh, to to say that yeah, because someone looks human, he must be good. Uh, if I, if you want to take that analogy, then take the planet Earth, and you take the animal kingdom, and you take uh, Earth humans. Uh, we are, you could say, the evil ones because we are destroying the ecosystem. We're destroying anything uh, and leaving a ruined earth behind for the animal kingdom. So, yeah, to say because someone is Nordic looking as a human race or one of the human races, to say they are just good and, yeah, reptilians are evil, yeah, that doesn't fly in logic. And that is what you hear, of course, within the conspiracy uh, movement, that anything reptilians is evil, and anything humans as Nordics, uh, that is good, and it is not always the case. And that is why I said with the bad cop, good cop. We also yeah. have reptilian race, inner earth races, uh, reptilian inner earth races, 
and they just want to be left alone and live their lives, and they are not evil or hostile to us. So no, I already, I feel yeah, yeah, I mean, the the watchers, you know, this whole idea that, and we can close with this thought, but the watch, the concept of just uh, people will say they're watchers, but they don't really understand that the concept of a watcher does not natural doesn't automatically make them bad. The watchers or sons of God that came down under into the daughters of men and made them their wives and had you know bore giants and all that. They were good before they decided to come down and choose yeah. wives. You know what I'm saying? And then you have Daniel 2, I, I think it's 243, where Daniel sees in a vision, he says, I see a watcher, a holy one. Uh, and I'll double check my uh, Daniel reference. Daniel 243, I think it is. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for the computer to respond. I, maybe I got it wrong. Or it's just not responding. I don't know which one it is. I still got to work out some bugs because some of the software on Windows 11 doesn't work quite the same, and I haven't really tested a lot of it. Man, if they messed up my right. PC study Bible, I'm going to be mad. I love my PC study Bible. But anyway, uh, for the time being, it's not responding. But anyway, yeah, you can just use your electronic concordance. You can search on it. I would use DuckDuckGo because, man, I'll tell you what, Google is so corrupt right now. Uh, I just read an article today that said the title of the article it was is the inter- internet itself currently disappearing and what they were actually talking about is the magnitude of the censorship and how much stuff is being taken yeah. down because if you can't find the information through a search engine how are you ever going to find the website right yes so anyway, it's it's absolutely crazy, and you know, and and it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I, I you know, I, I know that you're focused on the Illuminati families. But I, they I know think that time is short. I believe that it is possible. I'm not, I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bet on it. But I believe it's possible, based on some articles that I read just recently. In fact, one of them today, that the midterms will not result in a turnover of power to the Republicans as Trump and a lot of them would like to have happen. Um, As a matter of fact, one article I read was actually looking at the various voting precincts around the United States and the various states, and they looked at the various candidates and they, they did the math. And the math was not in favor of a Republican restoration of power. So if that's true, that means we've got two more years of this unbelievable eugenics, yeah. bioweapons attacks on people, poisons, vaccines, donkeypox, Pelosi, the stinking reptilian stuff going on. And I just, I'm sick of it. I'm like fed up. Like, Lord, please. I, I feel know. like one of the martyrs on the throne. How long, Lord? How long? Um, I just want to get it over with. I wish somebody would pull the trigger. And, you know, you just, we know well, it's going to happen. The American why, why would, why would yes. we want to delay it? Why, I don't want to delay it. If it's going to get ugly, just let it happen. I'm not one of those people that wants to wait around. Look, if, look, if somebody comes up and tells me I've got some kind of a deadly disease, don't be telling me I got two years to live. 
If you're going to come up and tell me I got a deadly disease, you better tell me my prognosis is I'm going to be dead in a week. That's what I want to hear. I want to get out of here. I'm sick of this alien demon infested rock. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And it's getting worse every single day. And anyway, so anyway, I've done my rant and I'm over it. Would you close with a prayer for us tonight, Brother Rock? Thank you for joining us. God bless you. It was great yes, having you okay. back on. It's great always good to, to good be on here. And uh, I understand your rant, and you're completely right. And the question is, how long can I keep the American um, yeah, people it's uh, patience with what's going on before the top is going to blow off? Because it is meant that it will be ending up in a civil war, sadly enough. But that was always the plan by the Illuminati to start with, in the, in the global cabal, what became now more global than ever before. So, but yeah, so let's stay on a positive note. And I certainly pray and hope that things with voting will turn around. Uh, pray for that uh, and how and that things will be turned around for the good, at least for the next two years. At least, yeah, one reptile at least is now gone. That is one thing for sure. Now the rest of the rhinos, including uh, cocaine, Mitch, and all the others. But, yeah, okay, Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you. I ask you to continue to pray. I pray for all the listeners that are listening to to hear that you keep their eyes open, their ears to see and everything else I ask you to keep them under your protection I ask the same for John and his team Nancy and all the others that are working with John Lord Jesus Christ to protect them and keep them safe for your and for your kingdom purpose you know only when the end is near Lord Jesus Christ so I ask you to keep them open I ask you also to shine the light for all survivors that are listening and if this uh, airing had uh, triggered them. I'm sorry about that. But I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, to open their eyes and direct them to ministries like Bride Ministry and others that are helping survivors. Because, yeah, more survivors in the coming years going to need help. And it's going to be more and more and more. So, Lord Jesus Christ, I, I ask you, to open their eyes and to shine their shine your light on Bride Ministry for help for them and others like them, Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you for anyone else to, uh, to yeah, to shine your light and your protection of your angels to all your Christian followers around the world, Lord Jesus Christ. Open their eyes and ears to see uh, for what is going on. And for the U.S., I ask you to shine your light on on a, anyone in political power or at least in positions of power uh, so that things are that don't go in an overtime and explode your Lord Jesus Christ unless it is your exact will. <clears throat> but only you know when things are to happen to blow Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you to keep everyone's head cool out there on earth and beyond earth Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise you for what you have done for everyone, for everyone and us on this earth in the past, present, and future, Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts in your holy and sacred name. Amen.
Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Robert. Once again, always incredibly fascinating to hear your point of view and to toss uh, ideas back and forth uh, regarding all the things that are going on and, and also be able to talk to you about things like, you know, the, the weird stuff like the time travel and, and, and the space program. So God bless you for joining us tonight. We're looking forward to having you on again, same time, same place next month. Uh, tonight is Wednesday, August yes, 17th. We will see you. At the Friday Night Prayer Vigil, 7 p.m. God bless you all. Uh, Please pray for one another. Things are getting dark, folks. They're getting real bumpy. Thank you, Robert. Thank you very much. God bless you. You're welcome, and uh, have a great evening, and for everyone else. Will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you, we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free Write our names in your book of life We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul, remove the scars from our past and deem us righteous. We rebuke all deceptive lies. When will your coming be? When will your coming I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.